<laughs> How's it going? Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Uh, we're a few minutes late. Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, we are down in Evan tonight, but we are going to going to continue on to this uh, this little listening station in the middle of the desert. Uh, but before we do that, let's get a, let's get an idea of who who's playing, who we have, who your characters are, etc. And then we'll kind of get going. So we'll we'll, we'll try to pick up uh, where we uh, where we left off. So Kipsar, tell us about your cheating character. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Zuthiel. I cheat at werewolves, uh, apparently. <laughs> I am not supposed to use penumbra sense in anything but a supernatural form. Uh, and I'm supposed to know that got because caught. it's the lack of information on the sheet caught. that tells me. Because caught. it's not saying that I can use it in any form, that means that it has to be a supernatural form. Look at her. Listen to her try to litigate it. Look, She's look a good her. lawyer. She'd be a hell of a lawyer. Hell of a lawyer. I have a lofty brother Canada. who trapped me in a car one day for five hours to debate if Britney Spears was good. I know how to hold an argument. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there an anti-position to that? Is she not? Anyway, uh, so I am a detective for the group, and uh, I deal with the tech, which is why we're late. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next. (laughs) Next up, Jeremy, tell us about Eustace. I'm Eustace Hart, uh, Felix, uh, Hart Warden, just a real nice guy. Uh, You know, I I don't do tech. I brew beer. I own a saloon, and I'm out here in the desert, and I'm pretty sure something's going to try and murder me soon. That is uh, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. All of that seems uh, pretty much on point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you ever hung out uh, in the desert a lot, it's like, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff out there that'll kill you. It's not like Australia, everything will kill you kind of deal. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's a much lighter version of it, like a low calorie, much lower calorie version. Level yeah. one to five as opposed to 15 to 20. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Melissa, tell us about Selena. Uh, yeah, so Selena Bendis is our uh, Theurge. Uh, so she, normally if she's spending this much time consistently in the desert, she would probably, you know, maybe smoke something. But this has been a lot of work in the desert and more work in the desert and more work in the desert. Um, so yeah, she is uh, perhaps one of more than one aging hippie in the group, um, but she claims the aging hippie title. Mm-hmm. What you know from personal experience and all that, uh, all that smoking you do on our back porch, the peyote, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's just Melissa yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then finally, uh, Aaron, tell us about Jacques. Y'all know now my name is actually Jacques. No Jacques Roulette. They gave me that name. I was born in the hills. A West Virginia. I was born I was in the hills. Little Blackfoot cub of a wolf until the kin finder found me and brought me into the way of the Galru. Well, I'm not going to get into that story again. There was some bad things went on with some Pentex fellas, and I did uh, I did them pretty harshly. Then I ran west, and I kept running west until I found myself a new home here amongst this pack. Now, y'all might have remembered I was born under the warrior's moon. Claws are sharp and fangs are fierce. And as you know, a red talon, a red talon worships the green mother hard and looks askance at anyone who would call on the weaver. And that's right, I'm looking at you, Lou. But you all might as well call me Jacques Roulette for now. Perfect. 
All right. Uh, innocent? Innocent, Lou? I don't know. I don't know about that. Mary. Eh, eh, we'll see. All right. So let's get started. Uh, you all have been continuing to search for some source of corruption that has been plaguing the deserts northeast of Phoenix, uh, near a place called the Black Canyon Diner, which is where all this kind of started. Uh, you've been following whatever it's whatever this was. You've been following a trail eastward, deeper and deeper and deeper into the desert, further and further away from actual civilized land. Uh, so you're like miles and miles away at this point, uh, kind of between population uh, centers, essentially. Uh, you uh, did manage to aid a gaffling spirit in the cleansing of a local spring and then saved uh, some hikers that were being attacked uh, by these addled and uh, possessed inhabitants of the diner, it turned out. Uh, none of the attackers, however, when you examined them, were Calypso Circle. And uh, you did manage to free uh, the hikers, but they kind of got hurt in the process. Some of them went through the, the delirium, having seen some shifting and some werewolves, despite the extremely clever circus ruse. Uh <laughs> Most and I have been laughing about that all week. Uh, <laughs> we you did, you did bring all of those hikers back that you could to the highway stop uh, and left them there, hopefully to get some medical attention. So it's not so you did a good deed in the end. Uh, eventually, you came across a Black Hawk helicopter uh, as you returned to your search, uh, and it was branded by a local or a private security firm that operates at least one of its branches out of the Phoenix area by the name of Lockroom Control. If you've watched any of our Hunter stream. That was a common name that popped up in that as well. We're in the same area around the same time, so it shouldn't be too surprising. Uh, a pilot and a tech were made behind, but you uh, you proceeded to. Um, I think you proceeded to essentially. I think I think Evan just did a stare down, made the mm -hmm. the the tech. She just kind of shut down, and then you guys questioned the other one, and eventually things kind of got weird, and you almost bit his hand off. Uh, you found that there was apparently a squad. Inside the helicopter that weren't here, you found a map that an old map or at least a, a map that had information about this territory that any of the maps that you were able to look at because you found like there was apparently a, a listening station nearby. Uh, you found like a little map layout of the station. I'll show you that in a second. Uh, and uh, then you just gagged and bound the, the mercs and you kind of left them there. So uh, we're going to pick up uh, right then, right there, we're, we're still at that helicopter. I'm going to pull the players over to a little, uh, a little, little sta listening station map. So you have, having gone through the helicopter, you have a small, um, you have, you have a map, essentially a topographical map of the area, uh, that seems to show some locations, uh, that the, the general, the general like uh, Google Maps or whatever you can kind of access freely didn't show. Uh, and most notably is this this old listening station is kind of how it's referred to uh, in the in the various uh, bags and, and such left over by uh, by this tech and this pilot. You find a layout, you find a little kind of description for a, a place called Echo Labs or a company called Echo Labs. Uh, and you can see just sort of a, a layout. Uh, of this this listening station with a signal center and with uh, with various other um, various other kind of support buildings and such. So you do have a layout of this area. Um, from what you can tell, just from your senses, uh, it looks like they've this squad that was in the helicopter has kind of traveled north northeast uh, a little bit away. And based upon your assessment of the the top topographical map you have, they're probably a good two to three miles away. You would think. So that's where we're at. Uh, 
what all would you want to do with this tech and pilot, uh, the helicopter and or each other? Um, they were pointing guns at us. What guns are uh, lying around? Yeah. Uh, so f- in terms of, so basically they both had handguns on them, uh, which would account for, so mechanically they would be a, uh, a damage plus three weapon. Uh, so you can kind of, you can take that if you want. Uh, that's fine. Uh, the no special ammo in it. So if you check the ammo, just standard stuff, no silver or anything like that. It doesn't look like they were prepared or expecting to face werewolves or anything like that. So, uh, you, uh, you just, yeah, just standard stuff. Um, you would get the sense that you don't, you don't see anything heavier than this. Um, but yeah, you can take one of them easily. Yeah. Lou will, uh, pull open her little doggy backpack and, uh, put both guns in there, get, uh, whatever extra ammo they have and, and zip it up. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. See Jacques and his hispo form look over. Give that half snarl. Pat away. Mm. All right. Eustace or Selena, anything you two are up to? So mm. the helicopter... I don't know that I would know anything, but I wouldn't mind trying to mess with it. You're going to try to mess with a helicopter? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. What are you trying to accomplish? What are you looking to do? Uh, sabotage. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not functioning right now from what you gathered from your brief interrogation. So whatever electronical interference that Lou has been seeing with some of her devices. It seems to have extended Mm -hmm. to some of the devices that's happening with the helicopter. They did manage to get it down safely, but if you're looking to sabotage it further, you can certainly do that. Um, We can do uh, zero zero for technology. um, uh, That's fine. (laughs) But you know what I will say? Uh, I mean, we talked about some films the other day and you know that they pretty much have to pull on that stick to make it go up and down. Just rip that off, and then they can't pilot it. Don't need to do nothing clever. Just yeah, something small and practical. That works. So yeah. just get a. Are you uh, once in a while these two yeah, brain cells just knock together? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no real necessary. I think you guys are werewolves. You guys can do this. Not an issue. Um, sure, simple enough. Uh, I think. Yep. Uh, we'll say that uh, that uh, that Duke has been kind of maintaining his stare down uh, on the woman mm-hmm. for a bit. So she's still conscious. We'll say the man who you nearly bit his hand off. You can tell he's sub- but he, I think somebody bound it. Yeah, we banished uh, him up. So yeah. he's not going to yeah. he's not on the verge of dying or anything like that. Do you other than buying uh, other than kind of, bound, you know, keeping them zip tied and everything? Is there anything else you, you wanted to do uh, before departing? Selena had just grabbed that thing, whatever used to said to pull out of the. So she's just going to stand behind them and kind of hold it up, like she conked them I on mean, the head. I guess if we're not going to kill them. It's probably wouldn't be too bad a thing to maybe put them inside the helicopter so they're at least enclosed and they don't go getting some snake. Uh, just numbers. let me investigate it before we put the bodies in here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're the body expert. You know. You, as, uh, yes, I am better with the Excel sheets, but yeah. So I would like to just uh, quickly investigate to see if there's anything unusual in the back of this helicopter. 
let's see. Unusual? Is there something that you're thinking? Is there something in particular? Documents, um, sort of any tech that I wouldn't immediately recognize. Um, Lou is actually quite interested in paperwork and documents. Mm. I would say, okay, that's fair. You, there's, there's, there's sort of a debrief document. We'll say like a dossier or something like that. Um, you can grab that, which seems to go into some details about the lab and what it's been doing. Um, but there's nothing tech wise in here that looks to be like out, out of the ordinary. But if you're looking for paperwork, I would say that's what you would be able to find. Um, from what you can tell, it does. It is regularly referred to as a listening station. Uh, however, uh, some of the there's a lot of like redacted, we'll say redacted material in here. Uh, but there's also some data. Uh, you can see there's some like frequency data, but none of it really. Actually, roll a tech. Roll a tech. You're 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 smart. Uh, tech and sure, sure. it will say intelligence. I think actually. Uh, frequency no data. Um, yeah. Uh, while you're doing that. Architects of Fate, thank you for that, Ray. Appreciate it so much. Yeah. Intelligence to... Yeah, okay. Uh, Oh, I got a 10 uh, and then a 9. So three successes. Okay. I would say with three successes, you're able to deduce that the the types of signals that they seem to have in this, this little packet do not align whatsoever uh with like cellular tower data uh old-fashioned kind of radio signals uh even tv signals it does, doesn't seem to be the types of things that this station is is monitoring so whatever it is it's doing whatever these this this sort of tech actually is you probably need more time to really break it down look at it probably get some more context uh but it at the very least it probably makes you raise an eyebrow something something doesn't add up uh something so- does seem a little peculiar Lou will probably be talking at whomever is most stationary. Uh, and it is just like garbled jargon, really nerd stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably Jacques because Jacques is the only one not actively uh, doing anything right now. Um, so Lou is probably like walking around kind of behind them or in front of them and just talking about this stuff. And, and he said, look, it's a little unusual here. There seems to be some missing information, but I can't see the jump here. You understand? Yes. Jacques whimpers a little, hikes his leg, pees on the pilot, and stalks off into the night. No, come back. Wait, I have this. <laughs> I need your thought process on this. <laughs> He's gone. He doesn't even look back, as you say it. His disdain for technology is that great. Okay, well, we can put the bodies in the uh, helicopter now. Helicopter. I'm not moving okay. him further. No, he's staying right where he is. Uh, okay, uh, well, I don't... in the pile of peas, then. <laughs> yeah. It's just a thing. Like, it's been marked. It's not mine to move. That that makes sense, yes. <laughs> Selena had been standing there, like, waiting to see if she was hitting them upside <laughs> the head or not. And, like, like I guess now... And so she bonks them both on the head. 
Okay. Um, we'll say they are bound. They are uh, they are down. You're able, we'll say, to knock them out enough to the point where you don't kill them. You deal enough superficial damage or so to, to sort of knock them out. Um, and that is that. So, what's the next step? After I think we probably want to move on to the, onto the listening station, yeah. Yes, but yeah. why do they call it the listening station? Jacques, what do you think about this? He growls. <laughs> and he looks at you like he's thinking... Should I challenge her to a duel? (laughs) (laughs) Is it time to change the pack dynamic? (laughs) I'm just going to throw it out there. We keep hearing weird sounds on a lot of the technology stuff. So more than likely, I'm going to assume it's tied to that. Like maybe they're aware there's something messed up. And so they're trying to like have a jump on it. Well, they're listening for something, and it's not mm-hmm. any of the normal signals. So, what, right. are, what else is there? So, it, yes, I don't know. But maybe we go there and we dig around, and you know, you use that big brain ears, and you find out what they were listening for. Oh, you just excellent. So, let me give you the summary again, and then you can help <laughs> me with it. <laughs> I would, I would love nothing better. Thank you so much for my fire here soon. Okay. <laughs> So you, mm-hmm. I've warned you guys. I already killed a couple of characters in the last campaign. So That's I mean, true. you did. We were talking about that beforehand. Uh, okay, so uh, the station, according to the maps that you have, is just a couple, two, three miles north, which is nothing for you all. Super, super simple. Now, there's no roads around, and you can even tell as you start to travel. Like there's, there's, there's been no roads whatsoever. You had a, you had to backtrack miles just to get those hikers back to a, a proper, a uh, proper leaving place. And, and that continues. But eventually you do see uh, a series of rock formations. They're not they're not mountains. Calling them mountains is overstating it. But you can just see that there's this this sort of ridge and run of these these different earth formations that have popped up out of the ground. You can tell as you approach something is extremely off. It's very, very dark. As you the closer and closer you get to the station, you realize like you don't even see the moon anymore. The moon is no longer visible, stars are no longer visible. That sort of sunglass fading effect that you've had this whole time is just it's almost opaque sky now. And there's you know, there's the weather hasn't really changed too much. Like the weather is still kind of warm, still a little bit of a wind. But you you still see along the ground uh, as you're as you're tracking there, just dozens of these various desert creatures, snakes and scorpions and birds and, and various other things, they're they, like they're devouring themselves, devouring each other. You can see they've kind of ruptured. Their bellies have been extended. You can see the fauna itself has kind of started to corrode in some ways. If if you've ever seen a cactus kind of wither uh, from the inside out, kind of that kind of thing is happening as well. But eventually you notice uh, with your, uh, I'm going to just give it to you all as, as werewolves, you do see something a little bit, odd about this rock formation you see some shapes that don't look particularly natural you see some right angles and such that wouldn't that shouldn't be there and it dawns on you that they have kind of it looks like there's some sort of series of structures kind of built into uh this kind of sprawling rock encampment uh from a distance you can it's weather beaten you can see the the remnants or ruins of like a bygone area you can see like like actual stone brick walls that have collapsed but in place of them you can see like these these prefab buildings that have just been plopped down uh within this this ruin uh you can see the what looks like the the remnants of old antenna uh that uh, are kind of 
either bent over or in some state of being broken or unspooled. Uh, you can see that the station itself is on an incline, like it's built into this ridge or this hill. Uh, there does now, you, you can see a kind of skirting out a little bit to the west, there does appear to be a, uh, a dirt path of some kind. And you can all tell very easily that there are tracks. Like you can see that there are tire tracks as if somebody has come and gone like thick, heavy duty tire tracks. Um, and this is, this is kind of what you see at a distance. Um, while you're standing here though, while you're kind of, I'm going to assume that you maybe do like kind of circle around, kind of get a sense of things. Mm -hmm. The stench here is mm -hmm. just it's it's worse than anything you've you've smelled before while you're kind of wandering around you do feel uh a tremor uh and you hear the sounds of like structures kind of shaking a bit you see the rocks begin to scatter down the sides of the formations and the hill and and you can just kind of feel the earth shake uh just for a couple seconds and then quiets Huh. You know, that, that reminds me of something. I'll pull out a flask to pass around. There's been some weird, you know, stuff messing with our heads today. We should all just have a swig. And if you do, you'll get a plus two to any rolls against mental affecting stuff or fear. Jacques comes up and, and sits in front of you and tilts his head back and opens his muzzle. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, I've been working on a new one for you. You're you're gonna like. It. I call it the haunt. It's almost ready. He he, you know, he butts his head into your into your side and moves on. Thank you, Eustace. I will grab some as well, please. Thank okay. you. Uh, should we uh, get to high ground and see what we can see? That sounds good. I, mm. I did not enjoy yes. when that thing got in my brain earlier tonight. It was mm. weird. No, 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 very much, very much not. So Selena, um, if she wasn't already, is going to turn into uh, guru form so that she can uh, do a hair's leap and jump up onto the nearest building and kind of see what she can see. Thank God, yeah, let's Teen Wolf. Okay, all right, so you're lab rolling up. Yeah, I'm staying in Hispo. Going hispo. for Hispo. I'll switch to his Hispo and do hispo a Hispo for Lou. All right. Mm -hmm. I won't be supernatural form. Uh, the rage checks. If you got it, if you have rage checks to do, uh, and Selena, how'd you do? Are you you okay? Everything all right? Uh, sorry, I uh, let me do my rage check. You just said Garu. I didn't know what form you were going into. Uh, that was an intentional. I needed okay. to pull higher up the list. Gotcha. You're stalling. Um, I was stalling. Yes, that was, that was intentional. Um, I will do probably just Glabro, and I passed my rage check. Uh, and then okay. Hare's Leap is uh, Strength and Glory. So that is all rage because I'm all raged right now. Okay. And that is a nine, a 10, and an eight. So three successes. Nice. All right. Uh, so wait, where it were you? Is, it's just a rage. It's just a rage check. Oh, you had three rage die. My bad. Sorry. I misunderstood. It's a, it's a Strength and Glory check for Hare's Leap. Um, so I can go three meters horizontal or two meters vertical for each success. Oh, you're actually using it now. You're using it to like to hop up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, I will say that you've all been approaching kind of from the from the southern side of things. Uh, when you 
when you get to the base of this uh, this this rocky rocky uh, kind of growth, um, you watch as Selena she leaps up, she lands on a a flattened area. There is what seems to be extended around this encampment an old an old wall or partially built wall. Like again, it's like ruins, really. It's like 50, 60, 70 years old. Like you can tell that this is a place that, you know, that has there this was some there's something else here at one point. And a minute when you pop up here, Selena, you can tell that there have been new structures, prefab buildings. You can see them. They're marked, they're torn up. Some of them are crooked. You can tell like the earth is ruptured. Uh, in certain places, causing some uneven uh, placement. Uh, you can see like there's camo tarps and stuff over top of a few of them. Uh, none of them seem to be particularly tall. They're all kind of like single story kind of buildings. Um, you, I'm going to say that you probably come up. I'm just going to use this little map I gave you just to kind of, it's all just abstracted just for us for the kind of keep track of everything. You kind of pop up on the southern side of it. You can see off to your west, there does appear to be like a ramp and a gate that does lead to a series of like a, these garage doors that are underneath this canopy. The gate itself uh, and the sort of like the southwest section of this camp of this compound has been uh, ripped apart. While you're up here, uh, go ahead and give an awareness test. You can give you can tag wits with this uh, as you're looking up. And is anybody else climbing up or, or, or moving up or anything like that? Uh. Jacques would not be climbing up, but he would be moving closer uh, towards the buildings, trying to get a scent of the squad that we're tracking. Okay. Uh, Selena, how'd you do on your awareness test? Five successes. Nice. Selena. <laughs> five dice rolled, five successes. Nice. Selena, you see in one of these small buildings, an entire wall has been wrenched free, and it's just open. Uh, you can see there's this flickering light uh, inside that's barely giving off any illumination. But you also notice that there are kind of moving around almost like a pack, some walking on two, some kind of crawling around on fours, uh, are these corrupted looking folk, not unlike those that you saw out in the desert uh, attacking the hikers. And you can see that they're either inside of that small building or just outside of it and they're kind of looking up at the sky a few of them you can tell have like extra appendages exposed from their torsos that are kind of feeling out uh you can tell almost like a snake might be trying to kind of taste the scent on the on the air um they, I'll say they don't immediately notice you as you haven't quite pushed all the way in. You've just kind of hopped up and you've looked. But you can you can tell that one of them seems curious about the direction when you're at and starts to kind of move in this jerky fashion. Uh, as they fall to the ground, like one of these tentacles kind of pushes themselves back up and they kind of scramble up and start walking in your direction. All of them are dressed in pretty standard clothing. Like you don't see, like you would, you would assume that these are more diner folk. Uh, Jacques, you can go in and roll an awareness too, since you're just kind of getting up towards the, the buildings. Uh, if you want to just go up the standard ramp, that seems to the path that leads up towards the broken gate into the vehicle garage. Okay. Uh, you can do an awareness as well. Okay. Uh, so awareness is, wits for me is five dice. I've got two rage at the moment. Uh, yeah, I got the, 
I got zero successes on five dice. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm not <laughs> sure what my paws uh, are. Yeah. <laughs> I took I took all the uh, dice cards. Man, not, not a single. That's, Everything looks fine. You don't know that, what the big deal is. Yeah, it's freaking Disneyland <laughs> here, guys. What are we talking about? <laughs> Those are rocks. What are you talking about? It's all that booze that Eustace put down. Yeah. <laughs> He's still um, thinking too much about Lou and the Weaver spirits. He's in his head too much. I will say this: when you're just angry and just cursing to yeah. yourself, and you're not actually oh, no, paying dude. attention. Technology, God. <laughs> so, with I'll say this: I mean, they, even without succeeding, there's still things you can obviously observe. Which is that straight ahead, uh, as you go up the ramp, there's the the gate. There's there is a security gate. Uh, it has been ripped apart again, uh, and you can tell that there's one obvious thing you see right in front of the garage, and that is a Ford F-250 with a horse trailer. Uh, you notice that it is kind of crashed into one of the, the pull-down garage doors, and it's kind of folded it inward, and it does seem that as allowed kind of entry into the, the vehicle bay. Um but that's it. I would say you probably aren't even aware of what Selena's is looking at or you, the sense, the senses that you're getting, the smells. It's just like the, the corruption Too is much. ever present, but it's just overwhelming that you can't like distinguish one thing from the other. Um, Lou or Eustace, what are you what are you two up to? I mean, I'll back your play. I mean, I don't want to just go sneaking up there on my own and then you're kind of left here and. Oh, I was, uh, I'm just, uh, what form are you in? Because I am hispo, so only speak dog. I was currently in team wolf form. But we can still communicate with one another. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Gar Garo can communicate in any form. Yeah. With other Garo. <laughs> I'm just going to take a lot of John Wayne style shrugging and gesturing. <laughs> wide berth and stay out of sight because I'm not so good at the stealthing. Okay. Would it be okay to say that Selena, like, once she kind of gets, sees what's up ahead, that she kind of comes back down relatively quickly? Yeah, you can. You can do that. Okay. Um, especially once you see the one starting to scramble kind of off in the direction yeah. where you've popped up. Yeah, you can scramble back down, kind of fill uh, Eustace and Lou in. We'll say Jacques has moved up a little bit. Uh, but isn't necessarily like out of range or anything like that. But he's okay. moved up a little bit. So there's uh, more of them here. I think mm. we're going to probably need to take them out. They are uh, quite a few of them. They are pretty far gone. Uh, Mother's Touch is not going to save them. I think we're just going to need to uh, do what we do. Okay. Where did, okay. where did the other one? Where? Jock. Jock. He snuck that way, but I did, I lost sight of him. Damn it. <laughs> so we know we'll go over to where Jock is. And she'll just sort of give a little growl. Um, come back to the group. Okay. Jock pads back. So when we fought these things earlier, did they kind of seem to be working on like sort of an animalistic thing or like when they were fighting us, they seemed sort of cunning? They were using this strange screech. Some of them were anyway, mm -hmm. where they were kind of trying to essentially like mesmerize, stun, mm -hmm. however you want to put it. Others were just a little bit more feral in some ways, but they did seem coordinated. Uh, okay. Like they, 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 they were no match for you guys like individually, yeah. but a pack of six could prove a little bit of trouble uh, if you're not careful. Well, 
reason I put it out there is, you know, most horse trailers, you've got exits. You know, if you got some, uh, we could fit through the hole there. A horse can't. But, you know, you've got openings that are big enough that we could crawl through, but somebody could go in there, you know, if they're stupid enough, make a ruckus, get a bunch of them to follow them up to the trailer, then hop out the trailer through one of the openings, and maybe they're still a little too clumsy to go do that themselves. Then somebody else closes it behind them. And then, I don't know, we find a way to light it on fire. I, I like that. There's one of them's uh, pretty good with the uh, sniffer, so might notice our uh, approach. So there's oh. a chance that we might not be able to get all of them in there. Uh, just saying, I still think it's a good idea. Just there's possibility that we might get uh, ambushed. And Jacques lets everybody know that he found the F-250 and horse trailer. So hopefully the rest of them from the diner are here. Mm. All right. So at least we know where they started coming out from. Uh, this is a right. very weird place, though, in general. Just wanted to put that out there. This, this is weird, this whole have we, setup. Have we seen any sign of the squad of locker room control agents? Uh, Selena didn't see any. You didn't see okay. any when you popped up. You guys, I think you retreated a little bit, but you've only really kind of glimpsed. So, uh, but no, you haven't seen anything yet. Can I right. something a bit weird uh, really quickly? Uh, Go I for it. want to activate Spider's song now that we're at sort of the listening station area. And it allo- page 150, um, it allows me to sort of hear uh, electronic communication. So if this is listening to something, maybe I can tune in to what it is listening to. Or if there's any two-way radios, I might be able to ping on them if there is a group of LC agents out here somewhere. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. Go ahead and give it a roll. This is uh, resolve plus wisdom. Yes. Um, um, let me, which aren't to be fair, they are not my best stats, but here we go. Uh, I'm working on that. Uh, da, 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 da. do you want to take an audience? Oh, it's too late, I've already rolled one success. <laughs> okay, uh, a single success yields only a few scattered words, whereas five or more or a critical and allows you to hear the entirety of it. Uh, as you focus in and listen, um, you do hear the faint echo of the same kinds of communications, the same types of sounds that you've heard before that, that almost kind of modem like screech. It does sound like that is, is coming through. Uh, and that is really the only thing you're getting. You're not getting any human speech other than that kind of combination of things. Um, but it does seem to be, there's, there's a lot of it here. It does seem like there's back and forth, like there's, communication happening i'm going to shut that off very quickly now um it seems like uh, i can't i could hear i listened to any electronic sounds but i could not hear any uh two-way radios from the lc agents they're not least they're either all together or all dead uh, i mean maybe the latter looking around at the uh side of this place all right operation trap them in the trailer Mm-hmm. I don't know. Love this plan. Right. Let's do I it. I can I can jump on top. See if I can get them to center there. Okay. okay. So let's do this. Let's do it this way. Everyone, tell me what you're doing. Make a roll. 
and that's going to contribute to it. And we'll just kind of add up the successes and see how effective it was. So, uh, Selena, you are going to try to hop on top of the trailer and lure some of them based just by being there. Go and make your, your hair's leap roll. Uh, Eustace, what are you, what are you going to contribute to this? Um, okay. There's Jacques, so we've already got some, I think it would be fun with the leftover hooch. Is it possible to use the leftover hooch, do a craft roll, to make a Molotov? Hell yeah, absolutely. That sounds okay. great. Yeah, go for it. Give that, give us the craft roll. Uh, Jacques, what are you up to? Jacques is going to run through the midst of them to try to pull their attention and then head in to where we're trying to corral them, try to lead okay. them where they need to go. Sounds to me like an athletics dex test, as, as is probably what I think makes most sense there, if that's all right with so, you. Sounds good to me. Uh, and then and Lou. Lou is going to try to hopefully use uh, Streetwise Sleight of Hand to get as soon as Jacques runs back out, get that door closed and locked. Gotcha. Or whatever. Okay. Sounds great. Go locked. ahead and give a roll for that. <laughs> and then we'll, the, based on your successes, we'll narrate what happens. I assume dexterity would be going with street That works for me. Cool. Yeah, that works for I'm me. going to spend a willpower to re-roll three dice. Because I am rolling. <laughs> I'm rolling mostly terrible tonight with a side of shit. Uh, okay, that's better. Uh, I did me get a crit. Too. Uh, so that's four, five, five, six, six in total. Okay. So Jacques, we'll say it starts with you as you sneak up to the point where Selena was. You can see that that group is kind of lingering and it almost seems like they're scouting and sniffing around in, in this very feral-like manner. And you just charge in, not necessarily caring whether or not they, I mean, honestly, you want them to see you. Mm -hmm. uh, you can hear as you do, uh, as you're just kind of bolting through them, uh, getting as many of their attentions as you possibly can. Like you can see a few of them begin to light up their lot, their eyes start to flicker, their mouths open up and you can hear that terrible screech once more, but you're moving with such speed that you're not able to like, they're not able to kind of lock in on you and you just bypass it all. And you just hear it echoing behind you. Uh, you also hear them starting to trudge and trudge and trudge and you just <laughs> as they're kind of, kind of, kind of coming after you now. Uh, Selena, how did you do with your hair's leap roll? Uh, yeah, so I got three successes again. So again, that's kind of um, two, six meters vertically that I can jump. So I so should be able to get to the top of this thing. As Jacques comes around towards the sort of this this uh, this ramp up to the garage, uh, there you are, Selena, as well. Some of these kind of split off, some chasing after Jacques, some chasing after you. Uh, you leap up onto uh, onto the actual top of this uh, this horse trailer, and they come charging in. And a few of them are trying to leap up too. Jacques manages to kind of hip a few of them, and they fall down in the back. A few of them charge in as well. Jacques, you're able to bound back out. Lou, how did you do with your roll? Uh, so the first thing I did was roll a bunch of threes and twos and, and fours. So I used willpower uh, and I got a 10, an eight and a six. So oh, successes. Fantastic. And so you're <laughs> able to, you're kind of right off to the side of the, of the trailer, kind of hiding right as you hear the, the sort of the thumping around inside uh, as they kind of bank off the, the sort of the metal, uh, the metal sides of this. Uh, and you can see Jacques dart out. You turn right around, and they're staring at you right in the face. Uh, and you go to pull this down. How many successes did you have again? 
four in total. Four? Okay, four is good enough because then. Uh, as ten. You see the light start to flicker in their faces, and you can hear the sound, but you quickly shut it before they're able to kind of get their screech off. Uh, and then, Eustace, how did you do with your Molotov roll? Four. Okay. You have a, it's not even like a, a Molotov. It's like a handle. Somehow you've been carrying in your pack or whatever. You've got like a handle of like Jim Beam or something ready to go. And you can make a fairly hefty looking uh, uh, Molly. Do you use it? Yeah, once they're all gathered together, yeah. And so you just crash it against the side. Uh, it's a horse trailer, so there's windows, obviously. Uh, and so you can yeah. see the, some of the booze and some of the fire begins to uh, stretch inside. Uh, you all do hear a significant amount of screaming. Uh, it is both that kind of digital scream, but then you also, as that starts to fade away, you hear the sounds of human screams screeching out as well. Everyone go ahead and roll a composure resolve test. Mm. Uh, as you, And it just sounds like agony is just cascading out of this, uh, of this trailer. Is it mentally impacting us? Uh, it is mentally impacting you. That's absolutely correct. So take your bonus. Add two from, dice. Absolutely. Nice. Now, if, if, if you generally think that humans should pretty much be called anyway, do we? <laughs> um, I mean, it's. No, it's I'm funny. fine. I, I did okay. Yeah. I did okay. I was just. I was more joking. That's a good uh, point. <laughs> <laughs> you can heal some willpower <laughs> as opposed to taking oh my. damage from it. I got oh, four goodness. successes in total. That's Five plenty. successes. Okay. Two. Four. Lou, take a one point of superficial willpower damage as, as their screams do kind of echo a bit. And not only that, you are friends with Calypso Circle. You all didn't take a good look at whether or not any of the faces that you just lured into the horse, horse trailer were oh, hers. crap. And there was a voice in there that certainly sounded feminine. Jacques doesn't care, so he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's like, <laughs> Jacques's all good to go. Now, Can we roll as, something to see if we remember that or not? <laughs> uh, it's a little too late for that, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> right. as that horse trailer is on fire. Not only that, but you all hear like other patches of those screeches elsewhere along the uh, somewhere else on the, on the compound coming from to the northeast. The north. Like you can hear like it's echoing out and then the ground starts to shake again. And you just feel the whole earth just shake around you. You can see parts of these these rock formations just crumble to the side. Some of that exterior old stone, like like leveled stone wall kind of collapses down. None of you are harmed by this, but you can just see the whole place just begins to shake. Lou, Lou, got to turn it off. Uh, well, I the signal center tried from the map off from. Oh, now you want our technology help? (laughs) I want to destroy it. (laughs) (laughs) The red talon destroys technology, and I think that's what we should do. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Which is we are going to have a talk. His facial expressions and tilts of his head (laughs) convey say all of those things. The nuance of it all. <laughs> you just look I mean, in his eyes. You're like, yep, yep. He wants to destroy that place. Yeah, he just yeah. holds his paw, but you're pretty man. sure it's that middle pad of his paw that's pointed <laughs> at you. Fantastic. I need yeah, to be line of sight. Wolf. 
I'm afraid I need to be able to see it to uh, disable it. So he grabs a hold. Jacques grabs a hold of your leg and starts ah. pulling you towards the signal center. All right, okay. here we go. So you start moving eastward. Uh, there are buildings in the way. You kind of weave around them as best you can. You find the pathways. Um, you, you're moving through an exterior hall. Uh, you can tell over top there are like these little tarps and kind of, you know, camo tarps and things like that over top. Uh, some of which have fallen, some giving you a kind of full view of the, the black void above. Others are still kind of hanging overhead. Um, when you start moving through, like through this little hallway, you can feel the shaking kind of starting to subside a bit, but the, the, those prefab buildings, they're almost kind of moving and almost like they're kind of dipped, dipping down a little bit as you're walking. Uh, let's see, who's this going to affect? Okay. Uh, Lou, which probably makes a lot of sense. You start hearing your, or feeling your equipment starting to function again. You can feel your phone. Uh, you can feel whatever, whatever other tech you might carry beginning to, to signal. You can kind of hear the as if you've just gotten a hundred messages all at once after you've had your phone off for a while. Uh, you also notice that there is this sheen of light on the one side of the, the prefab building and you can, it almost looks like your, your whole screen is being just projected on somehow. Like it's taking your, your, your physical, like your actual screen of your phone. You can see it's like, it's like screen sharing on the side of the building and it's like going through your contacts. Was oh, that my private info? And it stops and you can see it ends on your son. Uh -oh. And it clicks and you just hear the sound of a phone ringing and ringing. And you see a little picture of your son. You got your little icon of it ringing and ringing. And after a moment, you just hear your son's voice. Hey, mom. Uh, so first thing I need to do is switch between Hispo back to Hummet. <laughs> uh, do that really quickly. Uh, pull open my doggy backpack. Grab my phone. Look at it. When it's you look at it. There is something being displayed, and I'm going to tell you, and you're going to tell me what it is, as opposed to the other way around. There's something that you see on the screen right now that it doesn't match what's on the side of that that prefab building. There's something on it that causes Lou to feel like an intense amount of fear or anxiety. It's just it's just this this sudden surge of it goes through. So what what would Lou see on the screen that would kind of cause something like that? Um, probably. Lucas in the position that they were in some like six years ago when they got gunned down uh, by a black van driving by, uh, probably because they were investigating a little too well. You probably um, just see then like outside your current home, your son on the phone, you see a black van go by, you hear the sounds of, of bullets flying. Uh, and then when the van passes, you just see your son laying on the ground. I have to go. I have to go back to town. Uh, I have to go. I have to go. And Lou will put their phone back in, zip it up, and start to go back into... I guess Hispo is probably the fastest running form. Wait, what? Uh, wait, wait, this, this is... They're, wait, you, you don't know that that's real? They're I have to go check. I have messing to go check. with signals. I have they're to go messing check. with signals. I have to go check. I have to go check. Uh, that's that's not good. That's not good. That's that's, that's what happened to me. That's not. They side want you to him. go running. They want right. you to go yes. running and be by yourself. Well, they're I have trying to, to, I have to trap you. 
I, we will go. We have to do this first. We will go uh, after you running by yourself. You're going to get yourself killed. Well, if it's a trap, myself- it's a trick. It's a trick. We got it. We got it. We'll check him out. As you guys no know. good to your son if you're dead. If okay, okay, okay. Well, if if anything has happened to him, I, there's I am not. This I will is not legitimately good. let you shoot me if something's happened to your child. Okay, okay. Jacques cocks his head as if to say he's only human. But <laughs> <thing> that- <laughs> <laughs> Selena turns to Jacques and just like snarls at him. <laughs> I mean, it was me, but it was just like time is a bit funny. While that's happening, <laughs> as you guys are in this little kind of middle hallway between these two buildings, you all hear the crunch of 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 boots, and you see at one end and at the other end of this little mini between building hallway, two figures dressed similarly to the pilot and the tech that you saw by the helicopter. You can see they have also been affected. Their eyes are kind of flickering and glowing and they just immediately unload uh, all four of them in the direction. Uh, Everybody go ahead and roll a, we'll call it in this case, it's really just uh, because this is, this is sort of like a a, a little ambush. Uh, Go ahead and roll as, Athletics decks uh, versus okay. their their gunshot stuff, their firearm stuff. I keep forgetting that I'm in Hispo. That gives me two physical values. Oh yeah, thank you for reminding me. A nine, a six, ten, a six, an eight. Glabro would also give it two dice. Oh my gosh! Super crit. Yeah. Super crit. Yeah, I got three tens and then a six seven six. Oh my Jesus. gosh. That's really, really good. <laughs> now I'm okay with Lou shooting me, but these sons of bitches, no. <laughs> well, uh so of the uh two dice I get to roll, I got one nine. One success. Okay. Uh is, how did Selena do? If three is possibly not enough, I will spend a willpower to re-roll some. I have three. Do you successes. want to spend a willpower to re-roll? It's up to you. Yes, I will spend a little power to reroll. Okay. I'm going to uh, get shot, and I just turned into a homid for uh, four yes, successes. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Four successes. How, how did Jacques do? He got five. Okay. All right. And then Eustace had like a hundred, and he had a crit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the two tens would then be four, four successes. And, yeah, you're good. Plus, and you then had a couple plus other another there. four on top of it. So okay. So eight. So eight successes. The four, four of these <laughs> team these figures, matrix. two on either side, pinning you, and they start firing in a way that does, I mean, like they're just firing wildly, and you can tell that they've been affected. Uh, some of you get hit, some of you do not. Lou, Selena, you both take uh, a couple hits. Uh, specifically, Lou, you're taking four points of superficial damage, um, and then hang on, let me do that right again. Uh, no, that's not right. I'm sorry. You're taking seven points of superficial damage. Oh my gosh. These guns have a plus three. Uh, Selena, you are taking four. You are taking four points of superficial damage. Eustace, uh, actually, I'll start with Jacques. Jacques, you managed to sort of dodge back and forth and manage to avoid any hits whatsoever. Maybe you even smash into one of the windows the size of this building to kind of dodge out of the way. Eustace, you managed 
at the last second to just kind of flatten yourself against the wall, allowing one of them, one of their shots just to go directly through where you were and it hits the other one on the other side. And so we'll say that's what happens. They just kind of start shooting themselves. Uh, and that is the start of this little encounter. Uh, so for those of you that are marking damage, remember that if you do superficial, just do the one slash. But if you run mm. out of superficial, you have to start doing the second slash for aggravated. Yeah. And don't forget, too, that you have regeneration that you can start doing uh, as werewolves. So just depending on, the, you know, you're, you know, just remember that as well uh, with regen checks or with rate checks and such. Okay. So with this in mind, there is now two on either side uh, of this this hall between buildings, all four with guns. One of them has already taken a couple shots. Uh, you all are within a hand, you know, you're just maybe 10 feet from them. You're not that far away. You can move pretty quickly and easily. Uh, let's just go around then. I'll start with Lou. You just took up, you took the worst of it. Uh, what is Lou doing? I'm going to lie on the floor for a little while and wait for them to <laughs> kill the people on either side of the uh, hallways. Okay, so you just kind of like, take cover <laughs> on the ground. Eustace, what are you up to? All right, well, one of them just got shot, so I'm hoping that stuns him for a second. I'm going to go for the other one. So, like, okay. just a little bit closer. See if yeah, I can there's maybe... one right, there's two on our, There's two on either end of this little alleyway mm -hmm. here. And you can charge in at them, uh, the one that's right next to the one that kind of got sent. Sure. And then Jacques, what are you up to? I'm going to charge whichever ones Eustace is not charging mm -hmm. at. I'm going to charge the other direction to try to make sure that they have a harder time shooting Split at uh, our weaker members. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And then Selena? Uh, Selena is going after the one that shot her. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, all right. So you all are effectively, three of you are effectively going in for, I'm assuming, biting of some kind mm -hmm. uh all right so jacques and selena you're on one side uh so it's 2v2 and then eustace you're on the other mm -hmm. uh so it's 2v1 however one of them did just tape a tip a couple hits uh from the gun and then lou you're still in the middle uh on the ground taking cover bleeding a bit you know usual uh so Go ahead and we'll say, we'll start with Eustace. Eustace, you charge into the other side. I will say if you guys will carry over the crit that you're right, the one of them is kind of stunned and kind of gets thrown back a bit. And so I'll hold off on doing anything on that one. So let's just do the attack on this one. Roll your attack. Okay. Uh, as it um, will continue to, it'll, it'll still kind of fire. It's just like unloading wildly and recklessly as you charge at it. All right. So my raging strike check went off. So we'll see how this goes. So that'll be one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Six successes. Okay. Uh, you do manage to still dodging out of the way, or you can feel maybe the bullet clip off you, but in a manner that doesn't even phase you. And you leap up and you start tearing away at it. Uh, so you had a difference. You said six successes. Mm -hmm. You had a difference of two. Uh, plus, so so two from the difference. And then what's your, what uh, what's uh, the bite? Well, right now I'm in Teen Wolf form, so it's just kind of okay. brawling. Like, I'm jumping on them. So you're just slashing and, and yeah, whatever mm -hmm. you can. Okay. Uh, not enough to take them out, but you do uh, you do manage to harm them. Um, okay. We'll go then over to the other side where Jacques and Selena, you're kind of closing in. Each of you are closing in. Are you, we're just going to say, we're going to split it up one, one on one. That we want to do. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, same thing. Both of you go ahead and roll your attacks. Uh, I got, I got five successes. 
I got a crit and a brutal result on my rage dice. So that's four, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. You, as you leap in, uh, and you're in Hispo? Hispo, yep. Bite. You leap through the air, and you don't even, like, you, you your, your paws land, but you manage to rip his throat out mid-fall. So, but before he even hits the ground from gravity, his throat is already thrown up into the air and his body collapses. As the weight of the hispo form comes down, you just see this horrific gore, this spurt come right out of the hole you just made in the throat. There is a little tendril, it kind of withers away and then kind of turns into that, that dusty look that you've seen before as you have just wrecked this guy in one shot. Uh, Selena, how many did you get? Five successes, and I'm in Glabro. Okay, five successes will be a difference of one. You managed to get a... So that's going to be a point of damage to him. Uh, you do dodge out of the way of the gunshots that come back in your direction, uh, and you're able to, to uh, much like Eustace, kind of start slashing away. Uh, the one that kind of stumbled back, uh, Eustace, go ahead and make a... He's going to try to do his screech ability, at least, instead of attacking you. Uh, okay. So go ahead and make a stamina plus resolve. Uh, you can take resolve. your bonus. Okay. You can take your is it is your bonus lasting for the entire scene that you got from drinking, or is it just the pretty one? much? Yeah. Okay, take your bonus for this as well. So stamina and resolve. Okay. So yeah. Three. Normally, it'd be a difficult. Yeah, it would be a difficulty three is what you're looking for. Okay. There we go. How did you do? Let's see. Oh, oh well, I don't know if you can get a brutal result on something like that, but it would be three successes and a brutal result. You can you get in you can get a brutal result on basically anything. Um, but yeah, it's a one I got and a two. one and two on the first two, right? And okay. a, actually a one on the third one as well. Uh, what I'll say. I mean, brutal results can sometimes be beneficial, and I think we're in combat, and this is one of those situations where I think it's okay. It's not necessarily going to affect this guy, but I'm going to carry it over to say that maybe, like, as part of your way to focus and ignore, you just you just dig one of your claws mm, into the side down. of the one that you're fighting, and you just slide him in front to almost kind of block your vision and scrape down. And so I'll give a couple extra points to the other guy. We'll say that's nice. where the result comes into play. That was a okay. heck of a low roll. Yeah, that's, that's like the best runs. low roll ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so now we've got Selena and Jacques. There's one by you. Eustace, there's still two by you, although the one that you're on is is hanging by a thread, I can tell you. Uh, but the other one is recovered now and is kind of pulling the gun back up to start shooting. Uh, uh, Lou, are you doing anything? Or are you staying down still? Are you staying in dodging? I think I will, uh, if it looks like they're both now engaged, uh, swap to his form and start to uh, regen some of that terrible health loss. Okay, go ahead and make, uh, said you're going into Hispo, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I passed good. my rage check. All right, then uh, let's have Jacques and Selena, I'm assuming you're on the same same one. Mm -hmm. No issues. Eustace, you're, you're yeah. going to finish this guy off. Mm. All right. Go ahead and make your rolls. You guys all, as you're doing this, do hear the sounds of boots uh, kind of in the distance. Uh, you know that there's kind of a courtyard a little bit to the east of here, and you can hear crunch, 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 kind of coming. You feel the ground shake once more, uh, and you can see that the 
the storage room, you know, fabrication building right to the to the north of you begins to just kind of slide and then tip down to the point where the bottom side of it is now at almost like a 45 degree angle as it seems like it's gone down into a, a small little pit, almost like tremors, like something is, uh, is kind of like digging up the, the ground beneath it. Uh, hmm. Eustace, how did you do? Uh, five and a brutal again. I think he just, it's getting in his head and he's driving a little crazy. He's just shoving his head against the wall over and over and over again, trying to make you, him quiet. And as you, you do know, just the like head, shaking a baby, basically, just make, you know, shake oh it to the stuff. You know, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I don't I'm want to sorry. describe how I was just going to describe <laughs> it. Because <laughs> I was so... going to describe it like, like a Gallagher wa- watermelon explosion is basically what happens. Uh, yes, Gallagher watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah. So the head just Gallagher erupts, watermelon. Uh, and it falls to the ground. Uh, you turn, you look at the other one who is raising its gun and is going to fire at you. Uh, so in this case, because. All right. Um, yeah, Jeremy, you're going to take uh, from the other one that fires at you. It's still going to shoot at you. It's going to you're going to take two, three, four, uh, uh, one, two, three. Uh I can I can do math. Uh, five points of superficial damage as he just Ooh. unloads Ouch. into uh, unloads Ouch. into you. just superficial for you guys, and you heal that pretty easily. Uh, and you're just you're just smashing and smashing, and you don't even notice that you just took like six shots on your side as you do so. Uh, on the shut other up, side, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> five successes for Selena. Okay, uh, five successes is enough to do some damage. Uh, Jacques, how did you do? Oh, I got a crit for Jacques. Uh, how'd you do, Jack? Uh, not, 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 not as great. Uh, I only got seven this time. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be so, Selena, you're going to be able to do some damage. And then I actually got a crit on Jacques' defense, but it's still going to be enough to do some damage. It's enough, actually, between the two of you. Uh, as you start, you, you tag team this. Selena, you're glabro form ripping tearing to shreds kind of holding him in place and then the legs just get ripped apart as this massive hispo body slams him uh to the ground and just starts feasting away at whatever skin is exposed uh within their their uniform here and there at one point this like this this tendril comes out and tries to ineffectually kind of wrap itself around Jacques, but right as it does so it just turns to dust you now have like this black like ashy uh, residue on the back of your fur. Uh, but this one is in fact dead. Lou, you, you switched over into Hispo and you're just going to, are you just staying here for regen? Or are you charging in on anything? Or? Well, I'm not. I, you want me to flail as the bad guys? Uselessly, just no. Ask, just ask him. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then I'll say with, with all of you, you hear the sounds of and you can hear the sounds now of not just the boots, but you hear that same kind of like modem sound and you can start to see these little glowing lights. When you peek around the corner, Selena, Jacques, you can see some of the diner folk. Uh, you can see some of the folks that were at that, the helicopter, more of these squad people. They're carrying guns as they're kind of running in your direction. Eyes kind of flickering, mouth kind of flickering here and there. Uh, and they're charging in at you. They're going to be within, within your range within a, a moment or two. So, uh, Eustace, I assume you want to try to finish this last one off. That, that seems like a good thing to do. Okay. And then Jacques and Selena, you see a small 
army, not even army, I'm overstating it. You see probably about a dozen figures running across the courtyard in your direction. Uh, they're not firing yet, but there's, again, a mix of the diner folk, of the of these uh, these lockroom agents, all of which have been corrupted in some fashion. With you two having that knowledge, what do you do on your turn? So Selena is going to kind of do like a kind of a, a throaty kind of growl to try to get everybody's attention real quick. And with her paw, she's going to like draw a circle in the ground as sort of a reminder to everybody that like we're here to try to save somebody um, to kind of try to like remind everybody, like as we're trying to do this, if we come across the person that we were here to actually try to save, maybe don't kill them. So that's should, what you should draw she, it on the side of the wall and the blood of the man. That, just <laughs> that, that is even better. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we all have our days. <laughs> So uh, Jacques seeing this will, uh, he will shift into Krino's form. Okay. All right. Uh, so then are you going to leap into the courtyard and go after the dozen or are you going to turn around and help Eustace? What, what does, what does Jacques do when he Oh, Jacques's pretty sure Eustace has got this guy. He doesn't, he has, he's going, he'll be going for the, for the crowd. Okay. Try to slow him down. Okay. All right. Uh, so are you going to do like my, like minor action as a minor action shift shift into a crinos and then charge. All right. Selena, uh, you've drawn, we'll call that a minor action. Is there something else you wanted to do? Uh, she was also wanting to, uh, switch form into Hispo. Hispo. Okay. Uh, Lou is still in the middle, kind of healing, healing, healing. Uh, okay, Eustace, roll, roll your attack on the one that's on you, as this is an engaged okay. attack already. I'll do that. Let's see how that Holy Hannah! Another crit. All right, so what is going to... Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beat that second guy to death with the first guy, because I have just about lost my mind tonight, because they keep getting in my brain, and I'm normally pretty calm about such things. I just rip his arm off. Throw it in the guy's chest, pick up the rest of them, suplex it down on him, and I just beat him over and over and over again. Out of my damn head! <laughs> on the ground, when this is all done, it's just a splatter of what might have once been a human being, but who knows what it is now. It just looks like this bloody pulp. Uh, there's blood everywhere. It's pooling this black pool. More of those tendrils kind of reach up and just kind of kind of flitter away. Okay. Uh, Lou, you're, you're still just regenning, regenning. Selena, you've turned into his boat. Selena, do you follow Jacques into the courtyard? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, if that's the case, so I'm just going to go ahead and just keeping track of where everybody is. Oh, we also have to remember that. Don't, don't forget it. Duke is technically with us. So, uh, Oh anyway. yeah, that's right. I don't think Duke would be running into the middle of this group, though. Uh, so <laughs> Probably not. not going to happen. He's uh, not here, you know. so no, I'm just kidding. He, he's not. Okay. <laughs> he's leading the charge. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we're kind of resetting things then. So you've we've got this, this open-air courtyard. We can see the black void over top. Uh, across on the other side of that courtyard is that signal center. You can see there's a small, like, what looks like 
a dish, a series of, of various uh, electronic equipment kind of sitting on top of it. Uh, the signal center itself seems askance. It seems to skew like it's kind of off. Uh, it's not quite sitting properly. The earth in the courtyard has been ruptured too. You can see there's these huge fissures in the ground. Uh, there definitely looks like there were a handful of uh, like lawn chairs and stuff that has been thrown all over the place. A small barbecue, like this little tiny barbecue off to the side here and there. Um, but at this point, it, it just looks a mess. Uh, more and more of the the quake is kind of is starting to to happen, and, and all around you, like there's there's this this mass of people forming, uh, a dozen folks in the middle. Um, all right, and so. Jacques, Selena, you are kind of in that courtyard now. Uh, Eustace, you are a little bit further away. Uh, Eustace, what are you up to? So to do, does the the healing that we do, is that a passive thing or do we need to spend our action doing it? It's a passive. It's not an action. Yeah. Okay. You just got to make a rage check. You just got to do the rage okay. check. Yeah. I should have done a check last turn then. Uh, you can do it now. It's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot to take damage. Like, whoops. So I should do that. I'm going to fail twice. So I kind of burn myself out. I still got one rage left, but yeah. I, I kind of burn myself out. But yeah, I think Eustace usually doesn't lose his temper like that. And when he finally sees what's going on, it kind of like jolts him out of it a little. Okay. Uh, so. You turn around, you look down the this little mini alley, alleyway that we are in. That's a little too loud. Uh, we see the, the the sort of mini alleyway that you guys are in, and you notice that uh, Jacques and Selena have left it. Uh, I would say at this point, though, Eustace and Lou, you can see in enough into the courtyard to see that there's some kind of mob that both Selena in her Hispo form and Jacques in his Krinos form have waded into, and they have essentially kind of gotten swallowed up by it. So there's people coming in uh, left and right all around them. Um, so they are in melee currently. Uh, Eustace and Lou, what are you up to? What, is, what do you want to do? Lou is going to look at Eustace and you'll kind of see uh, her turn on um, Spider's song again, kind of cringing ahead of that sound that she knows is coming. Uh, and I will roll Resolve and Wisdom. Uh, da, 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 da. Resolve is two. Okay. And then Wisdom. Uh, so that is... Uh, I'm going to... Oh, there it is. Uh, use one willpower to re-roll three dice. Ooh, fails on both of them. So I didn't get, uh, I didn't get any successes on either roll. Okay. Uh, what were you trying to do right then? Uh, activate Spider's Song so I could okay. hear the where the signal was coming from. I want to try to get to it to try to shut it off because... Okay. Uh, okay. I would say you're you're pretty sure like that, that it's likely somewhere on the opposite side of the, the, the compound over by that signal center or something like that. that you can, you, you would be able to spy just barely with some of the, the, the stray light here and there, these, these various antennae and different devices on top of that signal center building on the other side of that mob, uh, that Selena and Jacques have currently engaged. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to run through them. If you wanted to try to run around them or do something else, that's fine. I am going to try to start running around them to get okay. to that center. Maybe if I shut it off, uh, it'll allow these people to think again. 
All right, just okay. give me. Uh, so you'll roll an athletics dex just to kind of run and try to avoid getting caught up in the crazy melee in the middle. Uh, Eustace, you've. Um, do you want to try to run into this 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 round? Are you trying to do that? At this point, I've got. You know what I'm going to do? I'm I'm going to help Blue out. I think uh, for back lack of a better term, I'm going to use a meat shield. Uh, pick up this body, and she's trying to go around a certain way, and I'm going to kind of run alongside, literally holding up a body as a meat shield. Okay. <laughs> to uh, make sure she gets there safely. <laughs> do my best to make sure she does not get hurt there, because she's the one who's got the brains to do the important stuff, and I... Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Athletics, dex, or, I mean, for you, you can do strength, too, actually, if you're lifting okay. something. That's fine. Great. I got two successes on my roll. We'll see how Eustace does. That'll determine whether or not you guys uh, can get there. How, how, it'll determine how fast you can get there, basically. Oh, wait. I think it's seven. My bad. And... All right. Oh, boy. That's uh, one, two, one, three, two, three, four, five. Five successes. Okay. I would say there are multiple times when it feels like somebody either from one of the buildings or from the courtyard itself reach out and grab you. Eustace, you're able to just sort of shove them and they kind of stumble down into the melee. But rather than chase after you, they just turn around. They see a giant Krenos werewolf. They just decide to charge after that. Same thing as something like from the courtyard itself goes to aim at you with a like you could see this in the melee, not really paying attention. There's no line of fire like it, these people have lost their mind and it looks like you're about to shoot it at Lou, but then they hear the sounds of like a wolf come thundering into the courtyard and they, they point the gun and turn towards Selena as like we see the shadow of Selena leaping up in the air and the gunfire just goes off. And so we'll say you all are able to cross, the, the two of you are able to cross the courtyard uh, in this round. Let's then turn to the melee. So I'm just going to make it easy for myself and just split it up evenly between the two of you. Uh, defense... <laughs> So just, okay. So you guys just remember that as you, as more and more things attack you, you more, you lose more and more, uh, dice from, um, uh, from your attacks. So, so that's just something to, to think about. We are um, hoping that what Lou is going to try to do yeah. is going to be successful. Yeah. That's Jacques' <laughs> whole plan. He's like howling and raging to try to give them time to work their weaver magic, even though it makes him sick to his stomach. I tried to do my second so, heal and lost a rage, so <laughs> that didn't work out as well as I was hoping it would. So I'm down okay. to one rage. So the other thing I should say is uh, th this hasn't come up. I think this is in Werewolf too. I remember this is in Hunter, but you can actually try to attack and deal damage to multiple foes, but it does require you to split your dice pool, dividing it among those who you want to target. Uh, split pools on attacks don't get the same sort of multiple opponents penalty. Uh, but any opponents that are not attacked are defended against as normal. So it's like it's full pool. So if you wanted to try to attack multiple pull, um, multiple foes, I I don't know if that I actually didn't read that whether or not that's in Werewolf or not. But it's in Hunter, so I'm going to assume it's probably in Werewolf too. Um, anyhow, uh, are you guys going after the ones with guns first? Yes, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, uh, let's do it, Selena. Let's start with you because uh, I can probably take you out. So let's go. You well, then you shouldn't start with me. <laughs> That's why I want to. I want to feel good about Just myself rude before and churlish. Kills <laughs> so, uh, all right, Selena, 
You are in this melee. Six of them are going to attack you. You're going to be able to continuously defend. Each time you defend against one of them, you're going to reduce your die size. You're going to reduce your, your pool by one die. So the first one, you get full. So go ahead and roll your full die, your full die pool. Dice pool, excuse me. Okay, which I think is six, because I've got two, and I've got two, and then I've got the bonus for being in his bow. Yeah. And then I get plus one aggravated if I succeed. Um, Go for it. All right, that is, let me see. Um, not bad, not bad. I'm going to spend a superficial willpower to reroll a two and a three that I've got. Okay. Uh which helps a little bit. So that is one, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. Uh, you are able to dodge out of the way of the gunfire of the one that, that turns oh. attention to you after going for Lou. Plus one aggravated bite. Sorry. Cause I'm in his bow. Okay. You're able to dodge out of the way of the shot that was going to be intended for Lou. Uh, you get underneath the arm and you just sink the bite in. Uh, what's your total damage? They would have had a four. So you would have it a difference of uh, difference of one plus your aggravated bite. So what would the total damage so have been? Two. two total damage. Okay. All right. Not enough to kill this one. Uh, next one. Go ahead and as uh, another one of these begins to fire at you. Oh, goodness. Okay. And so then I think the way this works. Your pool minus one. Pool, okay. Well, okay then. You could like you guys can do damage to all of them if you'd roll well mm-hmm. enough. Like it's just at yeah, a certain point I have to roll after six well enough. Difficult. Yeah. Um, oh goodness. Okay, I am going to do another superficial willpower to reroll three of these because that was a one, a one, and a two. Uh, four successes. Okay. Uh, even. Go ahead and roll your dice pool. For the next one? Uh, so minus yeah, one next again? One, minus two. Okay. It can create the... the well, the, yeah, the another. Yeah, I'm, I'm removing them out of the tray, so... Oh, goodness. Okay, I'm going to... One, two, three, four, five. All right, that's another willpower to try to re-roll this one dice. Yeah, that's four successes. Okay, it's even again. Uh, that's so you've gotten through all the gunfire. So there is just three guys that are surrounding you in different directions, firing away. You can see other people are taking the shots. Uh, you can see stray bullets bouncing off the prefabricated building or burying into the ground here and there. There's gunfire everywhere at this point, just unloading. But you do manage to dodge all of it and kind of here and there. You manage to bury your teeth into one of them. However, three of these diner goers. Uh, are going to continue to uh, kind of are part of like the mob that's attacking you as well. Uh, so, uh, so continue rolling. That I'm rolling. <laughs> oh, shit! Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna spend a willpower. I got a ten, a ten, and a four. So I'm gonna re-roll the four wow. and see what I can get. Uh, I got another four. Uh, so okay. it's still so five successes, four successes. Four successes. So Plus one your range. one for aggravated. Oh, yeah. Five. So you've got four successes, which would beat their three. Plus the okay. aggravated. Uh, so, so you two. do two more aggravated. All right. So as one of these reaches down, one of these diner goers reaches down and tries to tear through you, and you can feel like one of those tendrils ripping from their body and trying to wrap around you, you're able to turn around 
and sink your teeth right into one of their arms. You just rip their arm clear off. Blood kind of goes spurting all over the place. They continue, however, uh, but uh, but you do manage to avoid it. A second one now jumps onto your back as well. And I got two dice, just time. my rage dice. Got a lolly this time. Yeah. Ah, uh, crap. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right, so I've taken seven superficial willpower, so I'm trying to decide if I want to... You keep doing it. You just make them aggravated now. Yeah, but I'm down to one, two dice. So I've got a seven and a four. All right, I'm going to do it. It's going to be a bad choice, but let's just see what happens. Two successes. Okay, I got five. Uh, so you take three <laughs> points of superficial. I, it's, it's normal three, but I did roll. I did roll a crit. So, uh, so this okay. the the second of the two of the three um, diner folks does get on you, and strangely enough, they start biting into your neck. <laughs> and although they don't have the sharp teeth that you do, like they have this unnatural strength to their jaw, and you just feel this dull clamping down as it pushes between, and you feel a little blood squirt uh, as that'll be. Supervision damage, and then one more attack, Melissa. So I'm down to one, <laughs> one dice. And I'm rolling one rage die. Yep, you've done really well. That's the first time yeah. I damaged you. Yeah. You've done Crush very, it. very well. Yeah, I have six uh, superficial damage, and I have six HP. So you're a werewolf. You get to regen on your next turn. Yeah. All right, that's a nine on the one dice that I'm rolling. Okay. Uh, two more points of superficial damage as now there's two of them now that are dragging you to the ground. Just the the sheer rate. You see this heavy set, like six foot four, like giant Jeremy sized man just kind of ripping you down to the ground uh, as the other one is biting into your neck. Uh, and then there's still gunfire erupting on the ground around you. Uh, but you've managed to survive the round uh, and uh, you've done damage to two of them. Jacques, we and turn she- to you. Yeah, Let's add a growl, which is basically <laughs> Lou, hurry the shit up. <laughs> Jacques, it's going to be the same process for you. The yeah. first three, we're uh-huh. going to make them. The, the guy's firing guns at you, so go ahead and make your rolls. Okay. As a reminder to everybody, Jacques, strength is four, his brawl is four, and he's Krino, so I'm rolling 12 dice, and I'm using my razor claws. That's minus plus four two. damage. Minus two for this round because you did do yep. minor action. But other than that, yep, yep. yeah, you're still, you're still rolling a shitload of dice. I did get a crit. Okay, I did uh, not. Nine, seven, six, six, eight, six, nine, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> okay, you, as this one guy is firing at you. You just see the delirium is not phasing him. He doesn't seem to even be human anymore. His eyes are just kind of giving that off that sort of TV shine. And they're just firing and firing, standing still with no understanding that a death machine is right in front of him. And you just grab him and rip him in half. And he just goes flailing to the ground as he is completely dead. Uh, second one continues to fire. Hey, Jacques, still- Jacques looks over at Selena and, Selena and winks a little bit and then uh, <laughs> keeps tearing. <laughs> Keep going. This is what Karino's form is for. You kill. You you have to yeah. literally get kills in Karino's form, or else you have to start yeah. making. You have to start burning. Yeah, I got a, I got a yeah. crit again. That's good. Okay. Uh, I did minus my one die. die. So okay, I think you're gonna be okay though. Five, Check on Karino's, Melissa. You gotta go. Six, seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, I got nine successes on the die, so that would be thirteen points of damage. 
that is and the second one begins to fire at you they were kind of standing at just a few feet from the other you throw the torso of one at that they fall to the ground you leap across as they push the torso off of them you pounce on top of them and they just splurt in different directions as you crush them to the ground uh there's still a third one firing at you go ahead again all right, I got a crit this time. There we go. Not as good, but I did get a brutal on my on my uh, rage Ooh. dice. Uh, hold on, but that's only it's four, five, out. six, seven, eight. I'll spend a point of superficial. Okay. Willpower. You're gonna get him. Yeah, you're gonna get him. Uh, eleven plus four for the claws. Fifteen. So eleven successes, right? Eleven successes. Uh, so eleven successes minus his six so it's five plus your claws which is still nine (laughs) still plenty uh so as this other one and they're firing like the bullets are kind of bouncing off you or they're burying in in like fleshy areas that don't really affect you like they're not completely missing a few people Mm -hmm. get hit by stray fire and you just leap off the body of one onto the other sink the teeth right down into the throat and just rip the head clear off it just goes bounding down the road or bounding down the path uh, three of these diner folk now are going to charge at you as well. They're also in the in the melee, so continue reducing. I did. Oh goodness, these poor people. Uh, I only got five successes. Uh, they only have three, so you you do two plus two, your Karino's form plus four six. So six, six in total. It's, it's still enough. It's still enough. As someone charges and tries to like tackle you, but your head turns up at right at just the right time, and they essentially headbutt right into your open jaws, and you just crunch down like you're eating uh, like a tomato that just bursts open. And he, uh, if for a moment he remembers someone reading to him when he was a young pup, Little Red Riding Hood, and it makes him smile. <laughs> Two more to go. Uh, here we go. Second of the second of these these diner folk as they charge in at you. I did not. You're gonna rip Seven this and a nine. So that's four. Six successes. Uh, six successes. Uh, diff- difference of three plus your plus your four. Yeah, so plenty. seven. You're plenty. Yeah, they they have health of six. Uh, so the second one kind of comes. You just grab them. You just sink your claws like into their side, and you just hurl them across the across the courtyard. They smash into a column, and their body just cracks and kind of loops around it, and then they slide down. And then the last one comes up at you. Yeah. Oh, uh, I got a ray. I got a uh, brutal. I got a crit. Okay. And a seven and an eight. So I'm going to spend a superficial willpower. That's my third superficial willpower. Picked up a nine and a ten. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight successes. Eight successes versus my five. Difference of three plus your Kratos form. Seven points of damage. Seven points is enough. As the last one come charges in, you turn and like your claws just close in. You smash their head, just crunches. You just... And just rip it off, and their body goes hurling across. Uh, in the he wind. picks up one of their torsos and pours blood on his head, and then throws it aside. Jacques, you killed all six, I think. That were did you kill all six? I think you yeah, killed all, all six. six. Yeah, I think you killed every single one that was thrown off. Uh, okay, Lou Eustace, you push into this listening station. 
the door is ajar. You can tell that the the shifting of it has kind of caused the the door frame to instead of being a rectangle, it's more like a parallelogram now. Uh, but you're able to push inside. You can feel the slope. All around you, it's not an extraordinarily large building, but you can see there's tons of consoles everywhere. There's broken monitors, computer equipment. Uh, there's all sorts of things, filing cabinets. Like there's, it doesn't look like there's some very, very high tech stuff in here, but you can also tell that there is an element of lower tech. Like, like they're keeping physical copies of things here and there. There's binders strewn all over the ground, like various things describe certain techniques. There's bodies uh, you can see as well that are kind of, they, they seem attached in some ways to cables. There is a just impenetrable darkness on the far side, the northern side. And you can see that there's a kind of a tear or hole in the ground. Uh, and then that's when the earth rumbles again. Uh, you hear this like kind of flickering. <laughs> kind of start happening from within that darkness. What do the two of you do? Uh, thank you for coming with me, Eustace. I think this <laughs> is about to be very bad, and I would have died on my own. Okay. Well, do you do you see the thing you need to do? Uh, and Lou will take like a look around, looking for, I guess, where do these cables go? Uh, you can see that all of them, there's tons of them. There's like a hundred of them on the ground. Like these, these black, long, look like electrical cables. And all of them, as you're looking, just seem to be penetrating or piercing into various monitors and consoles not like being plugged in though they just look like they're stabbed into various uh, various electronic equipment and this equipment looks like it's running in a capacity uh -huh. all of okay, it's flickering cool. with with light mm -hmm. well i guess this is all i need to try and see let's see if some spirits would like to cause a little bit of disorder and uh lou is going to summon some gremlins uh in their hispo form that they are currently in which okay. is a charisma plus glory and a rage check uh so i'll do okay. charisma to glory and then i'll do my rage check in a second here all right uh that is two successes which should be uh of the pages 140 uh, sorry 149 if you need the table for um what if it's affected but electronics uh computers is actually the easiest i only need two sure. for computers and then electronics like cameras are three you what are the so what are the I, I don't think eustace would see the gremlins but we'll say what do we what does lou see them as like what do they look like well, as the, they start to, to you've got, got that classic like simpsons halloween special gremlin mm. from the side of the bus uh, so there's a little bit of that in there, but also mm. a little bit of the spider as it has many more arms, um, okay. coming out of all nice. of its torso. And instead of two eyes, it's got the full spider array wow. with so the little spiky little... ears. It's <laughs> yeah. like, we'll say you Lou can thinks see them. they're very cute. We'll say your penumbral senses like are, are allowing you maybe to sort of flicker and see them as like, yeah, uh, use this. I don't think you would be able to see them, but we should double check that later. But we'll say as they start, they come out, they start swarming over top of some of these computers. They start like tick, tick, ticking against uh, the various electronic equipment. And then you notice that they just start to like kind of stab with their with their legs, with their with some sort of digital fangs into the cables themselves. And that's when Lou and Eustace, you see this, too. The cables retract and recoil 
like some sort of snake and they lift up and they Uh smash down to the middle of the (laughs) actual room and you just feel the entire room shake and snap as this building, this prefab building splits in half. You hear coming from that extremely impenetrable darkness a very pained and pissed off scream. And you watch as a face lights up. You can see the face of a youngish woman, uh, horribly disfigured at this point, as you can see the skin is kind of flaking off here and there. Short hair that is kind of singed and burned from time to time. There's a terrible kind of wound on one side as they start to emerge a bit. But they're just kind of hanging there limply, like they're a puppet waiting to sort of be used. And as the body continues to move forward, you see it sort of jerk here and there in the zoetrope fashion. And you notice that all of these black cables that have been implanted into the different computer equipment seem to all join like a nexus point at this body and like the most most am like ambulatory octopus you've ever seen they all just all of them start shaking around and there's a thousand whips going about the room as this massive creature has joined the fight eustace you still haven't declared an action but i would imagine you might have one yeah i was basically like going to be staring at the darkness waiting for the inevitable gotcha moment and (laughs) oh i kicked it off very quickly damn it i i really hate when i'm proven right and he'll just look at lose like i i hope what you're doing pays off me too i hope this doesn't kill me and i'm gonna go crying us and charge it okay so sad because i feel like jeremy always ends up in these situations where i am forced to just kick his ass uh so you go krinos and you charge in uh minus two penalty on your attacks this round uh but uh, as you do your Krinos, um, and you leap into where this body was, body is, and you can see there's just a thousand of these, this, this, these coils and cables that almost wrapped up as you leap in Eustace, it almost seems like it forms a body like this, um, this kind of like, uh, it's almost like reptilian in a way. And they they kind of unravel and slap and unravel and slap these thousand tendrils. Go ahead and um, make your check at minus two. Okay. Well, fortunately, my raging strike does pop off, so I'm reduced down to only ten. Okay. Always ends up being. I always feel bad because I feel like Jeremy thinks that's okay. I hate. It's okay, him, that's part of the fun. I really <laughs> don't. I really don't want to do this to him. That's okay. I'm gonna use a willpower. Okay. I want to re-roll three of those. Jacques will leave Selena and go where the big, bigger fight is. I got one out of that, I think. Okay, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Okay. Um, you take six points of superficial damage, as I had eight, uh, as I got a crit. Uh, normally, yeah. normally a six would be fine, but I did roll a lolly. But you do take two plus four superficial damage as you leap in. And before you're even able to land and pounce on it, about five to six of these tendrils wrap around you and you are grappled uh, as you just feel yourself being floated in the air. Uh, 
Lou. Remember, in, in Krino's form, you get four additional health yeah. points. So don't forget. Yeah, you add that. Oh, and it's just good. superficial. It's not aggravated damage yet. Okay. All right. Uh, Lou, I need you to roll a athletics dexterity test. Am I allowed to smoke in my hispal form? <laughs> I think I need one right now. <laughs> uh, dexterity. Uh, okay, so athletics. Uh, yeah, so two dice. Cool. Let's go. Uh, oh, I got a nine. One success. Uh, excellent. That's an excellent job. That is <laughs> Yay not enough. for that one nine. <laughs> As you two are wrapped up uh, in these tendrils as well, as you also are now grappled. Um, My gremlins keep going. <laughs> oh, God, they do. Uh, however, you're going to take six points of superficial damage as you are lashed and wrapped around. Oh, this is the so boss, I, guys. This, this, is, this boss. is wrapping into aggravated <laughs> yeah. damage now. This is the boss. <laughs> you guys have regen. Do not forget, as we are now starting a new round, mm -hmm. don't forget about your regen. I know we haven't, that, like, a lot of the fights we've done. Be, so that but would just be don't lose your wolf. Because it goes over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll be, so to mark the aggravated if uh, the, in the difference. Okay, the two of yes. you are now grappled. You can still attack or you can try to break your grapple on your turn. It's kind of up to you. This, effectively, if you win the contest, we'll say you break the grapple. It's fine. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, I will also warn you that you feel not only it constricting on you, but you can see that emerging from these cables that have jot jotted out from like this, this puppet, you can see those little black filaments are beginning to embed themselves. These a thousand of these to start to embed themselves here and there uh, into your body. Let's go back to the courtyard. Uh, in the courtyard, Shock is surrounded by gore. Uh, Selena, you <laughs> still have people around you. You are in decent shape. There are six in here. I would say you guys are both aware of the fact Eustace Lou probably went inside. Um, you also could see the prefab building snap in half. And so now there's a giant V in the middle of it. And through that V, you can see Eustace in his Krenos form and Lou in her Hispo form are being held up in the air uh, by what looks like a dozen or more uh, black cables uh, of some kind uh, as they're trying to thrash away. That is what you all see. So we'll Selena yeah, would growl at Jacques. Um, so like she would, you know, she's got people around her, but she would see this and she would just sort of growl at Jock, like, leave me be, go take care of that. Jock uh, cocks his head for a second, but he, he'll, he'll listen to Selena. He'll, if that's what she wants, he'll charge into okay. the fray. All right. So Selena, you're going to stay here in, in melee. Uh, with the ones out in the courtyard. <laughs> Lou and Eustace, you're already in melee. Jacques will be the last to come in uh, as we're going to do the order in which things are happening. So we'll start then with Selena in the courtyard. There's six still around you. They've all suffered some damage. Well, not all of them. A couple of them have suffered damage. We know the drill. Yeah. Can I somehow get some assist? Yeah, do. I, I, I don't. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, you what I was going to, because it's because it's two rage checks, and I have two rage. So like, if no. I if I do the two rage checks and mm -hmm. lose, then you're, you're worried you're going to Melissa the dice. <laughs> That's fair. Yes. That's fair. Um, can you play your can character Duke the way you want to play your character? Help me. 
Oh like, yeah, that's right. Duke can, is still here. Yes, absolutely. We can say Duke is okay. helping. Um, he's just kind of looking at you and staring and thinking. <laughs> uh, we could say he's trying to do a stare down. Maybe he's trying to stare down some of the diner patrons okay. or something like that to slow them down. So yeah, that's fine. Okay. So I, I see the benefit of Kranos, but only having two rage. Um, and the moon is not out for me to howl at it, right? Uh, the moon is out. It's just everything, like there's some sort of coat of darkness. But for mechanically speaking, you know the moon is up there. Just for some reason, there's like a darkness canopy overhead. Is that uh, once but a, you know it's up it, there. Is that once a session or once a night? Is it like once a night? It's one a, once a night. Once a night. Uh, yeah. Okay, I think, I, I think I've done okay. that last okay. session. All right. Back to a six dice pool for me to start with. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. And so how does the plus one aggravated bite work? Like, how does that get worked you into just, this? You take your difference, that's your damage, and then you add plus one to the damage from your bite. Okay, so it's still the roll first. Yeah, still a roll. Because you uh, don't have to win the roll. The aggravated doesn't do anything unless you've won the roll. All right, I am going to continue to willpower these. I am going into some major uh, aggravated willpower. But and don't forget regen. Yeah, I did. You just I did. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, okay, I am going to strategically do that. That did nothing. <laughs> Shit, two successes. Oh God. Uh, okay, <laughs> you get lit up with uh, one of these guys. Uh, so that's going to be. You said two. So it's two difference plus. What do they have? like a plus three, that's five superficial damage as they just light you up with a gun. You just feel the bullets pierce inside. Two more of these guys are also shooting at uh, you. Does my does that make it four because I've got plus one aggravated? No, that's just if, so if you, that's just your weapon. So oh, you have to I have succeed to succeed. And you add it to the difference. Like they have plus three superficial with their gun. You How many did I take? Aggravated. Six. It's all superficial though. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that, that's it. That's that's it. You're down? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll fade from there then, as they're just going to rip Selena apart uh, right in front of Duke. <laughs> oh, no. Imagine just Duke's watching all the time. <laughs> he turns and leaves. It's like, all right, I'm going to oh go get gosh. the El Camino. All right. Uh, I, we've got Eustace and Lou. You got something, Jeremy? There's an ability I forgot to use. I have, I'm supposed to do it as a reaction to getting hurt. But oh, I yeah, yeah. What you got? I've never used it before, and I forgot. It's called Porcupine's Reprisal. Absolutely. Where okay. if something gets hurt, basically, I kind of let the thing impale me and just it's kind of the, you know, there's this weird, it looks almost like a hedgehog, basically, yeah. like a little orb yeah. of one. And as it, as it impales me, I'll basically make sure to gnash back at it. Okay. Uh, uh, how much does it, it take? It takes a rage tech. It takes two. It takes two points, takes, superficial? Yeah, two points, superficial. It's not a lot, but it's just, you know, that little bit. That's two is not insignificant in this game. I mean, yeah. These things don't have huge health. health. You, I mean, this one's got a decent amount, but even even two is a, a couple extra points here there might make a difference. Absolutely, yeah. Give it a. Uh, you got to do a rage check. You said. Yeah, I made the rage okay. check for it. Awesome. Okay, so it's actually your turn and Lou's turn as you two mm -hmm. are in melee already. Uh, since Jacques is coming into melee, he'll go last in the round. But Lou and Eustace, you're going first. Uh, you can go whatever order you want. Um, Both of you are caught up in this this tendril uh, as this thing is squeezing and constricting on you. What do you two want to do? I think my goal is to try and free up Lou as much as possible. And instead of trying to break free, 
part of that porcupine's reprisal is I'm actually just kind of pulling myself further in on the impaling cords just to try and dig myself into the center of it and then just bite into its chest, hoping I'll become more of the focus. Absolutely. Uh, roll your check, roll your, uh, your brawl, basically. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Now I don't have a minus two anymore, right? Because I didn't do the... <laughs> you do not. That's correct. Same, same for Perfect. you, Jacques. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and give that a roll. Uh, let me roll for her crit, see if she gets a crit off this. She does not. Okay. I did get a crit. That's so going to be very two, helpful. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Uh, difficulty is and, six, uh, so I have a six. So that's a I'm going to spend a willpower to reroll three of those. Nice, okay. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go big or go home now. Ah, boo, man. These... Seriously, can't, I wish those two ones could turn into... <laughs> that would be I would roll diving. two ones on my, my check, but still, it's okay. Uh, still, eight successes means you win the contest. We're going to say you rip free, manage to kind of like push apart, uh, and you can feel the tearing of some of these cables, and you just kind of you just grab onto one and almost like uh, like a pirate holding onto a, to a line, just get pulled in towards the body where you rake down it. Uh, so you're in Krenos, which means mm -hmm. it's a plus one, and you're using your, your bite? I would go with the ag bite, yeah. Okay, so then that's going to be a total of three. Okay. All right. Got it. All right, so you have broken free. You have okay. leaped in. You have you have the body of this, this woman you've, you've raked through. Uh, Lou, you are also in melee, and you see Eustace break free. What do you want to do? Well, uh, I'm going to try to bite this thing, but I, I don't think I can escape. And also, I would like to rage, uh, not, uh, rage check to, uh, get a health back. Oh, for your regeneration. Yeah. Regen. Okay. Yeah. Eustace, so, did you do that? I did not. I should. It's free, so go ahead and do it. You just yeah, have to roll your rage check. I'm just going to do the quick rage check. I got a 10. That's fine. And now I will roll to bite, which I believe is just... Um, Brawling and strength. Brawling and strength. Yeah. So plus two essentially for one dice and then plus two for hispo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't... <laughs> no. It's a 5-4-4. Four, four, so. Zero successes? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ouch i healed oh, one Lord. point that's pretty good for me right now <laughs> you take nine points of superficial damage as oh, the tentacle as you try to wrench free and bite at it just tightens uh Ooh, like it's tying a shoe and you're me. at the center and you can feel your body just as the bones begin to crack um, uh, you would hear Lou scream as I believe, cause I had uh 10 superficial that I knocked down to nine, but one aggravated. If I'm taking another nine points, I think that just kills me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're not dead, dead, but you're out effectively. Like you, like a werewolf for yeah. werewolf to die, there's specific, specific damages that have mm. to be done. Uh, but you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, I am, but, and I am also, swish. You can, when you regen, you can regen uh, aggravated damage. It's just, mm. uh, it just requires more rage checks. Yeah, so, I just mm. did the one for this. So you could potentially get back up, was what I'm saying. Like, it's not like okay. you're, you're dead dead or anything like that. Werewolves are very difficult to kill. Uh, I'm very out. 
Okay, so Jacques, you come running, you come leaping in, pushing in your Karina's form. You see Eustace rip free and leap at this woman with a thousand electrical cable tendrils thrashing all over the place. You see the light is just flickering, going crazy as these computers are doing whatever the hell they're doing. You see Lou just go crunch and she just goes limp within the tendrils that are holding her up. And she's still kind of being hung there limply uh, like a wet piece of cloth. What do you want to do, Jacques? Jacques back up to his full 12 dice. So he's diving right into the heart of this woman. He wants to it. see what her heart tastes like. Okay. God damn. That's a crit. Uh, I got a crit too. Nice. <laughs> and two eights, and an eight, and a seven, and a nine, and a seven, and a seven. And I will spend a superficial. I will spend a uh, superficial willpower to re-roll the three dice that did not succeed. I get two more successes out of that. So, okay, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Okay, that is definitely more than her. Uh, so that is, hang on, that is seven more than her. So uh, eleven yeah. points of damage. Okay, 11 points of... Is it, is it all ag? Uh, no, this is superficial. It's claws. Okay, claws. All right, so that's... All right, hang on. Let me do some math here, guys. Sorry. She has a fairly big pool. No, While sure you're mathing, right. I'll just yeah. say, Selena's not actually down because I've been forgetting the whole thing that uh, superficial damage is taken at half because superficial things don't hurt us as much. So I've been taking all of the superficial damage that I've been getting the whole time. So I'm not actually down. <laughs> like Oopsie. I've been cheating we'll in the like hurting myself kind of way. All right. So then, oh God. All right. So that's more. Jacques okay. loves the taste of electricity and rubber in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> she is still up, obviously, uh, as but you leap in and there's now two Krenos werewolves ripping away. And like you guys are tearing away at flesh. It doesn't seem to really have any major effect. You're pretty sure at this point that the body is just a, a puppet, like a carcass. And then it's these wound tendrils that are kind of built into her as some strange kind of cyborgian like construct. Uh, some, some creature. Uh, and, um, Let's go back to the let's go back to the courtyard where I think we had to keep going. So Celine, you're still up? Yeah, so I unfortunately without listening back through, I can't necessarily figure out where I got the damage from. Like I know I took damage, but I'm not sure like how many chunks there were to like to divide them in half, but I know I'm not dead. Okay. Uh I don't know. Give I don't know, take I don't know, three, four damage off. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And then we'll keep going as like they're going to, I mean, like there are still five more that were ready to attack you though. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, could be like, I'm, 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 exactly. But maybe I'll get, get a little further. <laughs> you, know, you might be able to, a couple of them got injured and you never know. So uh, go ahead and okay. give it a roll. So I'll remove a die. Hold the next mm -hmm. pool. Uh, that is, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to down myself with willpower trying to reroll all this stuff. Um, one, two, three, reroll those. Uh, that's four successes. Okay, four successes against this one is not enough, uh, as they would have had. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not true. 
that is exactly enough. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's a tie. Uh, so push. Um, go ahead, keep rolling. I've already I've already rolled all mine, so I'm ready to go. Uh, so second one starts firing away at you. Um, third one continuing. So the first three are, again are the ones that are shooting guns, and the next three are the ones that are just trying to tackle you to the ground amidst the carnage that shock left in his wake. <laughs> Oh goodness! All right, I am just re. I'm spending all of my willpower to just keep her rolling things. Okay. Um, that's three successes. Uh, three successes is not going to be enough for this one, unfortunately. Uh, as this time you will take uh, four points of superficial damage as the gun does go off, and it, you do feel the pressure of the bullets in your side once more as they lighting lighting you up. You still up? Uh, yeah, I can take three more. Okay, let's keep going. Got three more attacks. I don't think Melissa's ever going to go into Krenos. Conscientious <laughs> objector to Krenos farm. Uh, that's... My gosh, I can't reroll. I'm going to down myself just with willpower here. What'd you say? I also won't go Krenos. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> Because you're dead. Uh, it's too late. Uh, <laughs> that's one whole success. Uh, okay, so this one's going to do five. Well, I'm sorry. Like, you said one, I'm not rolling three, bad enough one, to get the critical two. fails. Two points. <laughs> like, I'm so mad. I'm rolling like right in the middle. Two more points of superficial damage as one now is, is, one. is basically has you in a headlock and is biting and is trying to rip your ear off uh, with its teeth. Okay. Next one. Two dice. Uh, one success. Okay. I can't uh, afford to keep spending willpower. Two more points of superficial damage is now a second one pulls you to the ground. All right, rolling one dice. Uh, and then the last one. Uh, hmm. yeah. <laughs> I only had one dice and I rolled a one. Okay. Which is not enough for a rage. Yeah, so, this one's going to be yeah. five points of superficial as I actually rolled a lolly on the last <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. No, I'm finally <laughs> down. Did okay. I take anything out? Uh, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> you didn't. Damn it! <laughs> you tanked a ton. You tanked a ton. Uh, well, yay! It's just by the time you got to the ones that you probably could take out easier, you had so few dice. Uh, the ones in the beginning were a little bit sturdier. So, like the 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 the, the agents, like the actual military paramilitary yeah. guys, they were obviously stronger than just random folk. We turn back inside. We've got Eustace and Jacques. You are already in combat uh, in melee with Swan Lou. Are you doing your? Are you going to try to do your? You going to try to do your aggravated regen? Oh yes. Uh, so that is two rage checks for. Please correct me for two a rage one checks to get one aggra- to heal one aggravated. aggravated damage. Yes, I have one rage. So if I fail it at any point in time, uh, I'm going to be not doing anything else. Okay. Uh, oh, that's an eight. And that's a nine. So I get one. Okay. So uh, so you do stir back again. You're still kind of wrapped up in the tendrils, but you are you are effectively awake. And all three of you are in combat, uh, in melee effectively with this creature that is taking up most of the room, uh, lights flickering, etc. Are we all just ripping it? Are we all just going? I think Jacques would try to, he would use his teeth to try to tear out the tentacles from the base of the woman, specifically trying to target the ones that have Lou, because he thinks Mm -hmm. she's, as much as he hates to admit it, and he'll only admit it to himself, he thinks she's probably the only one who can figure out how to deal with this situation. Okay, Uh, we'll start with Jacques then. Jacques, go ahead and give us your roll. 
Uh, your brawl. All right. As good. Nine, nine, six, ten, nine, six. Oh, that's a crit. Never mind. Okay, it is good. <laughs> uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, t- ten. Okay. Ten plus your ag, plus your plus one for the bite, and you're, you're specifically trying to, like, help Lou get free as well, right? Yeah, specifically trying to, yeah, tear out the tentacles that have Lou attached. Okay. You manage to just rip them right off the side of this creature. Uh, it, it's like a, it's like a, like, like almost like a trilobite in way, almost like a, almost like a scorpion body in some ways. As you just rip it free, Lou, you go flopping down to the ground, taking oh, no. a point of aggravated damage. No, I'm just kidding. You go flopping <laughs> down to the ground as you have come free, uh, and you can see that the body, like the tendril, is just sort of whipping around, and then it just turns to dust. Like that kind of black ashy dust that you've seen so many other things do before. But you are now free. You're no longer grappled, Lou. You don't have to worry about the aggravated damage that'll come from that. Uh, it is still going, though. Uh, oh. Eustace or Lou, which one of you wants to go next? Well, I suppose I should dig further in and leave Lou free to do what she does. All right, man. Give it a go. Yeah, this is a, this is a good idea. Great idea. It is. There we go. Get myself set up here. Look at all those dice. Eustace in a Krinos form is a beast. You two are crazy strong, so there shouldn't be anyone scared. I am scared. (laughs) (laughs) I am down. (laughs) And I will spend the the willpower because I'm just trying real hard to. Okay. Six currently. Nice. Two more. Two more. Eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, So eight versus my five. So it's three. Were you doing ag bite? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's three plus one ag bite. That is actually not enough. Uh, As you bite into it, it, if this was at, if I would say, I would put a number on how much health this had left, I would just put like a one on it. But you still have Lou to go. <laughs> uh, as this this creature is starting to unravel, you can see the various cables and uh, and tethers begin to unravel a bit. You can see that the body of this this woman in kind of puppet form hasn't really changed. Eyes are kind of flickering, growing dimmer here and there. As you can tell, it's weakening and weakening. All around you, Lou, you can see the computers are one by one just getting shut off. Your gremlins finally coming to effect, each one of them shutting it down, shutting it down. The room's getting darker and darker. For a moment, you even look up that dark kind of shade that's been covering the sky flickers a bit. You can actually see starlight and moonlight coming down. Lou, what would you like to do? Uh, Lou is going to kind of, as they are on the ground now, run around to the back of this creature, uh, if there is such a thing. Um, Just trying to see, like, is there some cable that they can pull out of the main section? Is there... Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to treat this as a contested roll. It's still going to be an attack, but I'm going to say, instead of trying to roll brawl, you're going to roll tech. You can make a tech Tech. roll, basically, (laughs) as an attack versus as you're trying to figure out the right way to sort of unravel this. So I'm still going to roll as if you were attacking her. Okay. Um, So we'll say uh, tech wits. Sounds good. Tech wits. Or tech decks, if that's bad. Nope. No, it's not. I like tech wits. It's great. (laughs) Okay. Is it great (laughs) enough, though? 
I will tell you, Lou, that you need a you need five successes to to kill her. Uh, then I'm off. going to use my last willpower to re-roll three of my dice. Uh, that is there we go. So I one, two, three, four, five successes. Five is exactly enough. Lou, Eustace and Jacques are ripping her to shreds. You can see the body is falling apart. The uh, the various cables are starting to unravel and turn to ash on the ground. You take this opportunity to run into the back, and you can see that, like, kind of nested, like, it's wrapped around what looks like various, like, servers, actually. Like, you can see, like, this big, tall, like, rectangular server, various, various components beginning to light up, and you just, with your with your claw that you probably saw you're you're in you're in hispo or you you just yeah I'm bury i will say you bury your snout and you just start chomping away the metal is kind of ripping into the roof of your mouth you can feel the blood and the metal but you just trump trump and and you guys can see eustace and jocks just flickers kind of flickers the body uh beginning to jerk the eyes go dark the mouth goes dark the sound of that modem screeching and then she falls. Everything around her falls. All of those little tendrils that are connecting to her just turn into these tiny little bits of black dust on the ground. The body falls limp. Everything in the room goes quiet and dark. Above you, you're almost blinded by the sudden expulsion of light as the moon becomes bright and just beautiful in the sky as whatever co- thing had been coating the sky, keeping it from you, is now visible once more and that sudden impact of it. Uh, is immense. Out in the courtyard, Selena, you're regening, getting beaten down, regening, getting beaten down. Finally, the bodies of those that you are fighting just go limp and they fall. Just look around. Nothing is attacking you anymore. What do you do? Jacques goes over, hikes his leg, Kisses on the corpse of the of the weaver Jack, demon no. thing. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, goes out to check on Selena. <laughs> okay, are you still in Krenos when you come out, or yeah, you, he, uh, have you? He's, down, he slips. He slips back down into his boat. Okay, you come back out. You can see in the courtyard carnage everywhere: torsos, legs, arms, heads just rolling in the wind here and there as gust starts coming through. And you can see Selena in her uh, in her hispo form, I believe, uh, just laying there, covered her her entire uh, her entire coat is covered and soaked in blood. There are bodies on top of her. It looks like there's a big stack of them, and then suddenly it stirs, mm. and we can see Selena kind of coming loose underneath. And you stand up. The diner patrons, the locker agents, they all kind of fall and slump to the ground. And Selena is up and alive. Luckily, I passed my two rage checks that I needed to <laughs> recover yeah. one. You would have recovered aggravated damage. Like okay. <laughs> Jacques, Jacques just stands guard over her while she pulls herself out and gets herself together. And she'll turn back to Hamid. Okay. Did we get everything? Did we? Did we find? Jock disgustingly find? turns back to Hamid himself, scratches himself. Yeah, whatever it was, she's gone now. Luan her. About, what about the Circle Sister? Well, I'm sure she's dead. 
Don't you think there, love? That did did you not see me make the sign? We were gonna try to <laughs> save her. I, I I don't know how to tell you. I'm fairly certain that I was not the one who killed her. <laughs> in fairness, <laughs> it was kind of a big thing going on in there, and uh, uh, yeah, he, he handled himself well. I cl- clearly, clearly, the the pile of bodies. Uh, we, we still need to investigate the bodies to see if uh, Sh- Circle Sister is here or not. Yes. Shock is just looking for gasoline that he can start pouring on everything to oh, light it on to fire. Be quick. We need oh, yeah. to be quick. <laughs> vehicle, the vehicle garage has plenty of of, of gas, no problem. Uh, you nope. head over there. Shucks. Wait, wait. Let's me wait, investigate the to, computer room yes, first. We need to papers and evidence and things we might want to pull before. No, nope. wait. <laughs> he, he gives you the thumbs up as he starts pouring the gasoline out. <laughs> Uh, Lou, you're able, we'll say, so just to kind of wrap it up as Jacques goes, uh, you actually used this. Was there anything in particular that Eustace would have done in the, in the aftermath of the fight here? I mean, I, I do agree with making sure that, uh, Lou and Selena have time to investigate, but I was actually on board with the, let's pour some gasoline and get ready to burn this place down Okay. after some investigative time has passed. Okay. So we'll say... As, give me all the papers before you pour gas on some. <laughs> we'll sort of montage this together. Eustace pulling out various binders and, and paperwork that he can find. Lou, you getting some of the server, whatever you can salvage at the tech, the hard drives, etc. coming out. Selena, you're going around and checking bodies. What you notice is that anybody who wasn't ripped apart by you guys, they are biologically alive. Like you can, you get a heartbeat, you see breathing, they are not conscious. They are catatonic. You pull the eyelids back. It's all kind of uh, fuzzy. Um, you guys did you in the in the courtyard itself. You killed three of the the diner patrons. You look at those bodies. You find the different parts. None of them were Tara. Uh, the ones that you killed out by the hikers, the six out there, none of them were Tara. You do find uh, as you start going through the uh, the bodies left over inside the horse trailer. And you do notice that there's a necklace on one of the burnt corpses that you recognize as Tara having worn uh, from time to time when you saw her inside of the shop. Uh, Damn. There are a handful of those locker agents that are in the same state. Again, no one's conscious. No one's talking. You don't know what the the effects are. Like you have no idea what the after effects are going to be. You do feel the rumbling of the earth more, though. That continues to happen, and it continues to happen, and it continues. You start seeing fissures opening up, and like it's swallowing in some of these, uh, some of these actual uh, prefabs. Uh, but you collect as much info as you can possibly get. What do you do with the bodies? What do you do with the bodies of the people who are alive? Well, there's a vehicle, no? Somewhere in the vehicle bay. There are. Yeah, there are. You can see that there are Humvees. There are two Humvees parked in here and a couple of ATVs. Humvees you see Jacques stop. He has his hands on the other on on this one guy's oh, head. Oh, He's getting ready to oh. snap his neck. He looks he's like, if they are corrupted, you know we're going to have to kill, track them down, and kill them again. It's it's stopped. It's we'll we'll figure it out. I'll I'll, I'll go get a car. This is why the Green Mother dies. 
Her Garu children are too weak to call the humans. Selena will just growl another is time. Not the right option. You need their. You're never going to win like that. That is not how you win. Green That's mother. not how you protect the green mother. It is I also not why, by. It is also not by embracing the weaver. But I see we we do that anyway as well. But yes, you but do what you will do. I will. You do what you do, and he'll turn into a lupus form, and he kind of he goes out to range outside of the compound just to make sure nobody's sure. coming around. Absolutely. Uh, it's at, at this it, actually. It's a. It's nearing uh, dawn. Actually, you guys have been out here so long. You can see the sun coming up uh, off to the east. Uh, it's, it's not fully up yet, but the light of day is certainly coming. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll just uh, a couple of questions. Like, do we burn it all down? Do we burn the bodies of those who were uh, who were killed? Do we? What do we do with the bodies of those who are technically biologically alive? Um, taking the still alive ones okay. over Jacques' protestations in the Humvee that I magically find the keys in the uh, oh, that's Kaiser, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say that then the last thing we see as we kind of close down this arc uh, is we see you guys in a, in a Humvee. Uh, maybe there's two of them, so we'll say a, a convoy of them. Uh, perhaps some of the bodies of both the locker room people in the diner, surviving diner people, in the back, uh, kind of wrapped up. However, we can do with them as you please, but you're carrying them with you. You have a sack filled with papers and binders and, and hard drives, whatever the hell these people were doing. You set the compound on fire as you go. So as they're, they're driving away, we see the compound just in blazes and anybody who kind of looks back as you draw, as you're kind of moving down that, that path, you look back, you just see the land around it that had been corrupted, that, you can see the cactuses, the cacti eating themselves uh, out from, you know, like they're just withering away. You can see the various animals and stuff. All of that almost instantly begins to sort of flourish. In the in the blaze, we'll say Lou, frequently able to to use your penumbral sense, uh, Selena able to, to, to sort of transport, Eustace as an umbral traveler, you actually see the flickering a bit of this massive creature, like in the in in the in the actual flame itself, just suddenly show and then dissipate, and all of you would get the sense that maybe buried somewhere beneath there, there was a Cairn spirit of some kind, maybe an old uh, an old ruin. Something had been tapped into. Maybe something had just been set free, whether you realized it or not. And that's we'll go ahead and stop, uh, and we'll call this arc done. And we'll pick up next week with a new arc, hopefully with Evan back. And we'll go oh, from right. there. Okay. Whew. Thanks for hanging out for a little while longer there. Thank you for all the raids, too. We got a bunch of raids tonight. Yeah. Sorry if I didn't yes. shout them all out. Thank you, but thank I really you. do appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, okay. All right. Oh, no. Australius, by the way, Jacques is not in one of those Humvees. He's running back as a wolf because that <laughs> yeah. is how he rolls. Absolutely. <laughs> that is how. If he can't he sit in the back of the El rolling. Camino. Mm. That's right. If his, head is not out, if his head's not out the window of an El Camino, he's not in that vehicle. <laughs> Damn right. Okay, cool. Uh, so we'll go ahead and do some closing plugs. We'll get on out of here. We'll do our XP questions as well. Uh, so let's, let's, uh, start with Aaron. Um, Aaron, you're on Garblog. What you been doing lately? 
So, uh, yeah, check us out next week on Tuesday um, at 4 p.m. Pacific or Eastern Standard Time. You can find Millie in the GMC as she's continuing her long-running Coriolis campaign. It's a lot of fun. Uh, then if you come back on Wednesday at the same time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will see me in the GM seat um, as we are continuing our Marvel multiverse uh, prelude to the Cataclysm of Kang as our heroes are still in 1943 fighting the battle axis and having a good time with it. And then on Thursday, uh, Mr. Garblag himself, Pete, will be continuing his run of his own game, Heroic Deeds, and running through the classic D&D adventure, uh, The Red Hand of Doom. Fantastic. Uh, I caught a little bit of that today, actually, when I was yeah, avoiding so much the work I was supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, uh, you got a Patreon you want to talk about? Yeah, you're in recent patron. You've got some comics, maps, tokens, other fun stuff. Check it out. Perfect. Uh, as for us here uh, on the Lollygaggers, next up is tomorrow night. We are back to Delta Green. Uh, we are continuing the campaign that we started a couple months back. Uh, things are dicey. Uh, let's just put it that way. As we're nearing the end of that arc, boy, did things get complicated uh, due to a certain person named Steven uh, touching something. <laughs> Why is he uh, still alive? <laughs> it's just because knows. we missed our last session. Otherwise, you know, he probably did. <laughs> uh, Saturday, we are playing some Mothership. Uh, as we're playing Roadwork, which is a scenario out of Hole Breach, if you're familiar with that supplement. A lot of fun. Little Event Horizon, Parallel Universe kind of vibes going on to that. Uh, Monday, you can catch uh, Melissa, myself, and Jeremy playing some Monster of the Week. Uh, and then on Tuesday, you can see uh, Kipser and Aaron and join in the aforementioned Steven as we're playing uh, we're playing X-Men, our X-Men-themed Marvel multiverse role-playing game. Uh, also, if, you, uh, if you're new to the channel, if you just rate it, consider following if, uh, if you like a little bit of what you heard. Uh, also, check us out on YouTube over at Adventures and Lollygagging. We've got all sorts of games over there. Uh, recently, we just started up a Warhammer 40K Wrath and Glory campaign. We've got a Fragged Empire. So we got a lot of space sci-fi stuff going on. Uh, so we'd love to have you. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and pay it forward. We're going to raid. Uh, let's go with Dork Tales tonight. So uh, follow the raid when it pops up. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. And we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>